I don't care if you're out there asking a black man a question. You're now listening to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm one of your hosts, your boy Blue, coming to you live from uh, the set. So smoking out time with some dank ass shit. On my far left, mixing up on the ones and twos, is Chrono. Sniffing on the finest fragrance of all time. The black <laughs> and the blackest musk. I'm just saying. It's fucking yeah. great. And it's on sale. It's on sale right now. We'll talk about it later, though. Nice. And uh, last up we have on here, the older ninja in the world. Oh, ninja. I got too much pride, too much dignity, integrity. I can't do that Hollywood stuff, man. I can't say that stuff they want me to say. Mm. Okay. From our daily departed. Oh. Uh, I know you're talking about. Mm. Alright, yeah, that's fucking... Yeah. That is some sad uh, shit. Yeah, probably take that with us today. Even Facebook gel again, getting up. <laughs> <laughs> Too many fooders, man. <laughs> Too many fooders. That's what happens, man. He's getting zuckled really, really deep in him. And uh, Stitches in the winds. I don't know. Stitches, he's, he's in the FBI's most wanted right now, so he's hanging uh, hanging out low or whatever. But uh, yeah, we're still bringing to you. We're still bringing you this dangus nonstop. Show, show will. Show will on that weakness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Chronos, uh, do you usually have some stats for us? That I do. Sorry, I'm trying to get shit working. There we go. There we go. Backup music. Oh, wow. All right. Oh. All right. (laughs) So, first in the chat would be my boy Mike from the core, also known as XTATSX, X24. Um, And Maha Blurred is right behind him, but definitely Micro's first. (laughs) And (laughs) listener of the week would be. Yeah, listener of the week would be Wasam. So, thank you very much for What's awesome? He has like a crazy, uh, his icon from SoundCloud is, I believe, Brawly in green. Looks pretty dope. Oh, shit, you can do that with uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, you can have your yeah. own, like, icon or whatever. Yeah, because uh, usually by icons, it shows you, like, who's listening at what point. Or when they comment, I'm sorry. When they comment, it shows their little icon on there. Yep. Oh, okay. So, we, you know, obviously we have our icon on there. so Our logo, mm-hmm. so to speak. Oh, Ninja, you got some uh, RIPs? I do. Uh, pouring out some uh, some old English this week for the late, great Charles Grodin. Uh, in the late 60s and early 70s, Grodin had some small roles in huge films such as Rosemary's Baby and Catch-22, which got him the lead in the film The Heartbreak Kid. And then he also managed to get a role in Warren Beatty's Heaven Can Wait. Uh, this came with a swarm of roles in films such as Seems Like Old Times, The Great Muppet Caper, Ishtar, Midnight Run, The Incredible Shrinking Woman, and Dave. Um, he was on several TV shows, including a daytime soap opera and a TV show called Fresno, opposite Carol Burnett. I didn't know there was a show named Fresno. Um, in the 90s, he starred in the family dog comedy Beethoven and Beethoven Second. And then he was in another dog comedy, Clifford, based off the uh, the comic. Uh, he would go on to have his own show on uh, CNBC, named after him, and he became a commenter on 60 Minutes 2. Uh, he has dozens of appearances on the Johnny, well, with Johnny Carson and David Letterman on their respective shows, and he's won one primetime Emmy. He took 12 years off from acting to write plays and books, and he returned to acting in 2006 to star in the film The X 
He would go on to star in TV shows like The Michael J. Fox Show, Law and Order SVU, Louis C.K. Show, Louie, and the ABC miniseries Madoff. Uh, he died of bone marrow cancer at the age of 86. Man, it's got to be rough. Next up, we have Paul Mooney. Born Paul Gladney, he was once a circus ringmaster while he was writing comedy on his downtime before he took on the name of Paul Mooney. Legendary comic who worked with Richard Pryor as he co-wrote some of the comic books for Richard Pryor's Live on the Sunset Strip. And then, oh, and Richard Pryor, he wrote when Richard Pryor appeared on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was head writer on the Richard Pryor show, which gave first breaks to comedians such as Robin Williams, Sandra Bernhard, Marshall Warfield, Tim Reed, and John Witherspoon. Hailing from Oakland, California, by way of Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, Mooney co-wrote the film Jojo Dancer, Your Life is Calling, the TV series Sanford and Son, as well as Good Times, and In Living Color for its first year run. The character Homer the Clown is inspired by him. Uh, he would later go on. Oh, he would go on to star in films such as Which Way Is Up, Hollywood Shuffle, Bustin' Loose, and he appears in Spike Lee's Bamboozled and the Buddy Holly Story, where he plays Sam Cooke. Uh, he would go on to appear in the Dave Chappelle Show as Negro Domus and the skits Ask a Black Dude and Mooney at the Movies. There are some serious accusations from 2019. Uh, an interview on comedy hype that Mooney may have molested Richard Pryor's oldest son when he was young, which is corroborated by Richard Pryor's widow. The son has said that he was molested, but he does not give any names and he does not name Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney died of a heart attack this morning, May 19th, at the age of 79. There you go. All right. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, Paul Mooney was a uh, comedy writing icon. And a you know a comedic icon as well. Um, obviously, I think most of us knew about him from Chappelle Show, Chappelle Show. where he was Negro Domus, and uh, you know he, oh. he helped write Chappelle Show as well. Uh, yeah, he's definitely gonna be missed. He's uh, he was funny as fuck, unapolog unapologetically funny as fuck, and uh, yeah, he will definitely be missed. Sucks. I don't even know. Yeah, I knew about. I knew about him through because uh, he opened for Dick Gregory once. Oh. So uh, I know that people were making comparisons between him and Dick Gregory. However, Dick Gregory was more of an activist where um, Paul Mooney kind of didn't want that kind of. It's weird because he didn't want that kind of limelight. He just wanted to do his bit, make people laugh, and then keep it going. Because if you notice, he's not in a whole lot of films throughout his career. He's usually been writing, and he says what he says, and he doesn't apologize. I mean, he's come under uh, fire for certain things that he says, but uh, I mean, he keeps it as real as possible, and that's why a lot of people love him. He just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, like I didn't my because I know I've seen him in, in things in the past, but like I didn't really know his his work that much. But like today, I just checked out some of it, like some like his top stuff, and I'm like, this guy was fucking hilarious. Like this was. A missed opportunity, but I, I'm trying to think. He um, was he the one that I, was he the one that started the word like using the word nigga or was it Richard Pryor? I can't remember what uh, it was. So it's hard to say because they were kind of like in tandem, and so um, 
his Richard Pryor has a bunch of skits. One of them has the N word in the skit, and Paul Moody's one of the writers from that. And um, there was a point after the um, shit. The uh, what's the guy from Seinfeld? Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Kramer. Yeah, the guy who plays Kramer. So there's controversy about that because he went in. He went in hard on the actor that plays Kramer, yeah. and then, but then he said because of this. He's gonna stop using it, and he mm-hmm. w- went and did a skit, and then like almost all he got through an hour through his skit, and then he busted it out, and then he was just making fun about how the internet's gonna come for him and all this stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, but he he says it all the time. I mean, he says it in the Chappelle show, so yeah, I mean a lot, and um, he was just very he was very like it's weird because like. Other comedics talk about how he was very, very uh, in your face and unapologetic. But then he would go on these tangents about certain women in Hollywood. Like, he would go off on Jane Fonda. Like, I guess he really, really liked her. And then the ones that I saw, he really, really, really liked uh, Elizabeth Taylor. He kept saying, like, she was, like, one of the realest women in Hollywood. And she's probably the most beautiful woman in Hollywood. All the other ones were fake and all this stuff. I I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty intense. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a sad loss, man, because the dude had some his like his delivery. He had like the the most like laid back way of telling jokes. Like it, it almost seems like he was just talking to you and just telling you something that was fucking funny versus like somebody like like your Kevin Hart outfit that's got to be like high pitch and kind of in your face type of deal. But he was very like you know. I wish a motherfucker would have attitude. <laughs> kinda. I mean, but there are times where he kind he might have taken it too far. For instance, he tells a Jew, a Jewish joke about how a Jewish woman won the lottery based off of her um, her Auschwitz camp tattoo on her arm with the numbers that got her the her winning lottery numbers. People thought that was in poor taste, but he said that shit was funny. So <laughs> he didn't apologize. He just kept it going. So, things like that. There was other instances, too. Like, he said some stuff about, you know, um, Oprah, Michael Jackson, you know, a uh, couple of O.J. Simpson, a couple other pe- people. He hosted. He did it. Yeah. But he did it. That's all. <laughs> yeah. He was, he, was just, he was just go off on some stuff, and it's just pretty crazy. Like, he always go after... Um, black performers that he's he would say basically forgot that they were black and he would come hard for them especially when he says like certain people would remind you that you're black you know and like when oprah got denied uh uh service at a jewelry store in switzerland and stuff like that so he would he came after her for that kind of stuff stuff like that so yes palm mini for you all right Before we go ahead. All right, no, I was gonna, I was gonna share something that I was working on right now. If you guys want to see it, it's kind of cute. Sure. Uh, so this is this is an exclusive thing I'm about to show you. So uh, be prepared. I love exclusives. I was watching Lion King earlier. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can get to work on here. I've never actually done this before. Um, Are you gonna make yourself white? No, no. That would be that would be funny. Uh, no, yeah, go, go to your thing, Carl. Let me get this set up first. 
All right. It's not working right now. So before uh, Wild Blue figures out what the fuck's going on with this shit, um, I want to talk about the candle that was made for us and a special announcement that you can now buy the blacker. I'm sorry, the blackest of black musk. This candle that I'm holding right now, um, which is also customizable, on uh, Ibiji oil and candles. So I talked to my sister and. Actually, was surprised that she actually made the candle. After she made it, I was like, "Hey, uh, I want you like see if you can like actually put on the website, like sell it, and see how well it does." And so she did. So she's making the, the candle officially right now, and I'm gonna pull up the actual thing. If you guys look, this is the actual site um, on a BG oil and candles. This is our actual official candle. So we have like an actual official candle for sale, and uh, as you can see. You can also customize either with one of our names or up to 15 characters on the actual label of the candle. So if you want to put on your own name or one of our names, um, you can do that. I think it's pretty dope. Uh, it smells fantastic. Uh, it smells it like... Great. Yeah, it's, I don't even know how to really explain it, but... I had to go grab mine. It just smells like like black excellence. Like some some black hair products. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it really does. It smells like uh, reminds me like a barbershop smell. It does. Um, it has like a little apple sheen smell to it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like it's a really good scented candle. It's probably my favorite from them. Uh, and uh, they use some different kind of wax for this one. It burns for a really long time. So oh, you're not gonna get like a a long haul. Let me pull this down so people can actually see what I'm talking about. You're not gonna get like a very high like um. Flame. flame like it'll start off kind of high but once it hits the oil once it hits the wax it like reduces down to like really small so you get like this fragrance for a while i think uh i read that it's supposed to be up to 135 hours out of this candle of, uh, of light time which is to me significant i'm not a fucking uh candle aficionado but i do know i love mm -hmm. the scent of this uh of this candle and uh y'all get it and see if you like it too so i'm pretty sure you will and leave some feedback which I still gotta do. I keep forgetting. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. That, go ahead. I was gonna say I just lit mine right now and like yeah, I'm I'm gonna burn this for the for the podcast. Yeah, it'll it'll start like that. Yeah, I'm gonna burn anything. Yeah, I'm gonna let mine too. It'll start like that and then eventually you'll see it'll like it'll die down to like just barely burning, but you'll still get that that dank ass scent. I'm just saying. So yeah, thank you to uh, Ibiza Oil and Candles, and uh, if you order the candle, I'm gonna pull up our promo code. Just in case, uh, put on the screen. So this is our actual promo code, so you can get 15% off, I think, until the end of the month. So you have a few more days, a couple weeks. Um, we'll, we'll probably extend it out. I'll talk to my sister and, and see if, uh, if it was good for her. If it is, then we'll extend it out. If not, then maybe this will go away. But for now, 15% off on ibijioilandcandles.com. It's I-B-E-J-I oilandcandles.com. And the promo code is V is in Victor, D is in Delta, 638, and is in November. Once again, that's 15% off. Um, and the promo code is V is in Victor, D is in Delta, 638, and is in November. So, there you go. Thank you. Nice. Oh, yeah. That, this, yeah, hold on. Clay just, Jesus Christ. Clay came in clutch. This would be the perfect Father's Day gift. I can guarantee mm. you... It, this the, the candle is good for anybody. Like seriously, you're gonna love the scent. But I think especially for like 
uh, dads, any any male, this is get like try to get them into candles. This is the perfect fucking scent. Like seriously, definitely get yeah, this yeah, for Father's Day. Leave it out of that flame. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but you see, like the, the like see how mine is like already because mine's already the wax is already melted. So Dude, that that's that's some that's some Afro sheen burning yeah. right there, boy. <laughs> that's that's some African fucking pride burning right there. <laughs> well, uh, it, yeah, it just went down like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Once it hits the wax, then it uh, it reduces dramatically. Oh. Which is good because it does the sound will last longer. That was great. <laughs> so yeah, thank thank you, Clay, for coming in clutch on on saying yeah, Father's Day. I keep I always forget about fucking Father's Day. I'm a father. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm a father too. It's gonna be my first one. Yeah, you're a good motherfucker, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta write this time. All right, I'm gonna let me I'm gonna share what I was gonna show you. Uh, let's see if I can do it on here. Oh, uh, what is it? Oh. Oh, no, that's the oh, podcast. Now we're looking at ourselves. I'm on. There we go. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> so I did a little photo shoot with my son earlier today. He's two months uh, as of Monday. And, you know, I got him posing with Batman. <laughs> so Batman, that's behind me. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, I was looking at the picture. It's like, oh, man, this one looks really cute. I, I got to share this. But, uh, yeah, that's the kiddo. Two months. Wow. Looking good. Looking like, um, he, his hair is all like straight and stuff, so it makes you think of um, how what's the guy's name? Al El Debarge. <laughs> he looks like Mike <laughs> <Debarge>. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty funny. All right, yeah, cool. All right, where are we going, fellas? I don't know. Where are you taking a squad leader? Uh, let's get. Hi, let me open up the list. Let me yeah, open up the topic list. Open. Oh man, man. Uh, well, good. Now you got it. Up. I was gonna say that. Let's talk about Castlevania, but I'm actually I I was I was watching it this week and I'm like on the last episode and I was like oh I wonder how many episodes are for this season and I look at the season I'm on season three and season four just came out I'm like what the fuck I thought uh, I watched season three man I'm all behind like I about to see spoiler alert, where um uh, where uh the two twins I think they're like Native American people they're like fucking uh Alucard yeah Alucard and like I'm like, oh shit, this is going down. And then we have the other dude that's in the prison having sex with the other vampire chick. I'm like, man, if, if the sweetness walking here right now, she's like, what the fuck are you watching? I guess who's watching <laughs> the sweetness. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh <laughs> man, you got caught. Look away. She's like, what kind of cartoons are you watching? I'm like, this is a cartoon. <laughs> that's like when Prodigy's watching Redo a Healer and like Mishka walked in on him. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mishka don't care. She reads porn all day. <laughs> oh, that's true, and she gladly admits it too. She has no shame about her her. What does she call it? She calls it uh, literal literature or literature smut or something. She calls it smut, smut novels. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, god dang. If you don't know what we're talking about, basically it's the uh, novels that are kind of similar to like what Fifty Shades of Grey and and um, you know, I guess Twilight, but more adult themed because they have more Twilight sex scenes like and stuff like that. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. I thought it was called like mommy porn or something like that, or is that? Yes, they used to, yeah, they used to call it mommy porn. I mean, yeah. she reads that kind of stuff. And, there you go. But they, so her and K Mac read so much of those books that they're they're gonna make their own like website rating like the books because they they God. they read a lot of those books. So. God they dang! Need bring, they need to bring back Earth Girls or Easy. Yeah, they really right. do. They, they should never run away. Yeah, they definitely need to come back. Especially, like, now. They can just do it from home. Like, mm -hmm. you know, double their Remote? computer and just... Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, especially, especially if they're going to review books, just be like Earth Girls or EG review books. You know, whatever. Oh, they could do but some shorts. Maybe I could talk to you into it. Doing some shorts. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's um, like one hour segment. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe it is. All right, so would you want to take this blue? What are we doing? Were we uh, going to talk about Castlevania? Because that, that, would, that would fuck you up, man. Season four is I'm really behind. good. I'm still on season two, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, all right, so we're going to have to put a pin in that because uh, the next series week, ends yeah. on a high note, Okay. I would say. Such a good, great series. Congratulations, uh, Warren Ellis and Sam Dietz on your hard work because that super... It's super great. It's super good. Highly recommended. I'm I'm seeing a lot of people doing like you know the comparisons of like the, the greatest vampires and their, you know the vampire stories and Castlevania's right up there online with all these people talking. So great job. Yeah, when I was watching season three, I, I thought it was a little slow. I was like, I'm like four episodes so four episodes in already. I'm like, where the fuck is the action? But then all of a sudden, it just kicking the fucking high gear. I'm like, holy shit! Like no fucking way. Yeah, after season one and two, season three needed to slow it down. And they, I think they did the right decision to slow it down. And the characters even reflect on how everything's kind of slowed down, how they needed a break. And then shit goes crazy. Yeah, it, it, it shows what does. Um, well, since we're talking about Netflix shows, let's go into uh, Love, Death, and Robot. That season drop. Have you guys seen the new season yet? I've watched, I, did. I think, probably half of the shows. Okay. Not the whole thing yet. I mean, it's easy to. I need to just watch it on my own because I don't think K Mac was in like. Because some of it's kind of gory, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Wait, you, you you saw the one with the with the the vacuum cleaner, right? Oh uh, yeah, vacuum cleaner. Yeah, fucking <laughs> robot. You know, f- fuck those robot vacuum cleaners. I'm not not doing that. <laughs> you know what? I, after I watched that episode, I I started started to question my my robot because like uh, every now and then I'll be walking around and and it'll just pop out in front of me trying to trip me and shit. <laughs> oh man! I think it's it's in for me. It's the beginning of uh, the fucking Matrix. <laughs> yeah, it's plotting your death. It's trying to figure out how to end you, man. Well, it but... does have the one I have has lasers, so it's probably just fucking constantly just trying to cut off my shins. <laughs> yeah, so, man. I wonder um, if this is like the last one where not everybody had the same viewing order. So for me, the robot vacuum one was the first one that I watched. Was that the same thing for you? Mm. It yeah, was for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What was it? It was that show, right? Where they like randomized like what you saw. Yeah, it it is yeah. that show, and it was weird because I think it was by region or, or state or something, or it would jumble up the episodes based on. No, even even here on the podcast, we were all talk, trying to talk about it, but everybody had watched a different episode. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, they do that yeah. shit on purpose, which is fine because they're yeah, not connected. I think that's a great idea, just because you know. It gets people talking like, dude, like, what episode did you watch? Like, I'm yeah. not even there yet. Like, everybody's, like, talking about something different. So it gets yep. you to continue watching it. So which yeah. ones? Oh, wait. Blue, did you finish them all? Yeah. So then, Cronus, which ones did you see? We, we'll talk about those. I saw the the robot the robot vacuum one, the one where, like, you couldn't have kids. That mm. shit was fucked up. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, that was fucked uh, up. What was the other one that I saw? Was a, there was at least one more that I saw, but I can't remember what the fuck did it you, was. Did you see the what? one in the in the desert with the guy who's uh, immortal? No. No. Uh, did you see the one with the brothers where they're, uh, I guess, one brother's enhanced and the other one's quote-unquote yes, natural? That, that one okay. I saw. So maybe that's the third one that I saw. So, yeah, okay. those are the three that I definitely saw. 
Um, okay. That one with uh, killing the kids and shit, I was just like, damn, that is like a fucked up concept of like. Yeah, man. It's. I mean, it's like it's basically like the, the Thanos principle, where you only have mm-hmm. so many resources, and there's too many people, you just fucking kill the extras. So. Mm-hmm. I was, but yeah, yeah. They, basically they had this dude. That would just go around. He would find kids and just kill them on sight, just shoot them in the face. And the whole premise <laughs> of the sh- of the show was, um, everybody on on Earth is immortal, and most of them live a life of like extreme privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you don't have kids, um, because they only have so many resources, you can only live like that with only a certain amount of people. So anytime people have kids, they they had to hide the kids and live in squalor. And if like the, basically like the cops, like what he was, they would have to. If they found you with kids, they would kill the kids on site, and it was just like, it was, awful. And it kind of made it kind of made me think of uh, was it Equilibrium with um, Kristen Bell, where yeah. him and uh, Tate Diggs, like they're enhanced and they're not supposed to have feelings or something like that, and like you know yeah. eventually his feelings start showing, it just made him more of a badass. But uh, yeah, this this episode was really trippy because like you know this woman who had been alive for like hundreds of years she's like the world's just fucking boring like what's the fucking point of everything like but with this kid she gets to live her life through the kid's eyes and it like just even being a new dad it made me think about like you know oh i get to re-experience all this stuff through my kids I, like hit through their life or whatever and i just thought that was kind of cool but then like things just go sideways at the end of that episode <laughs> yeah yeah Shit was i mean Ooh, that was, I thought it was messed up because, like, I thought in the beginning it looks like they're searching for drugs or contraband or something. Yeah, right. And then I'm like, oh, the contraband is the children, and we're talking like they're like four and under. Yeah, you like know, they toddlers. have little dolls and stuff, yeah. and like mm-hmm. these are these are policemen. They're like driving these weird 1950s like um, Studebakers, <laughs> yeah, but they fly. And it's like, okay, but then they're doing, like, it, it had, like, this Blade Runner kind of feel to it a mm-hmm. little bit. And, like, they're like, oh, you're caught with these contraband or whatever. And they're like, they kept calling them breeders. Like, how does breeders think they can get away with this? And they're like, you know what? Sorry, kid. Boom! Gotta blow your fucking brains out. I was like, god dang. But one of, it, he's haunted by one of his kills, though. So that's what kind of sets the whole episode yeah. In the beginning of the episode, I was like, what the fuck? Because they don't show him doing it, but it's implied. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just hear, like, the mother saying, like, let me cook some breakfast first. Let me make sure they eat breakfast. I'm like, wait, why does she? I thought they were just going to take him away. Yeah, me too. And then all of a sudden, the guy, yeah, the guy at the end was like, you murderer. Like, how can you kill? I was like, whoa, he fucking killed him. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. But, uh, <sighs> the episode with the enhanced kids, that was kind of cool. Like, you know. Like, uh, the visual effects for the episode was pretty neat. Like, I don't know, they're, like, on some kind of different planet, and, like, everybody has some kind of enhanced abilities and this and that, except for, like, one kid who's basically struggling to fucking keep up with everything. But, yeah, that, was, that episode was, it was interesting. It wasn't, like, the greatest, but it was still, like, visually cool with, like, the fucking sea whales or where the fuck they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but there, yeah. Oh, Ninja, why don't you go back to the? Uh, if you want to talk about that one, that's fine. But also go back to the uh, robot vacuum because we didn't actually talk about it. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is about you know the two brothers. Like one was natural, one was enhanced, and like how the enhanced brother, you know, wanted to show off that his brother, who was natural, could still hang with all the natural kids, and it was funny because they're like they're all super emo thought they were like super cool and all this stuff like super meta kids and what was the nickname like, they were giving them they were calling like 
something? Yeah, something. Yeah, something. He's like, no, I can keep up. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, because what they're doing is dangerous. They're basically man versus nature type thing where, you know, these giant whales, they don't give a fuck about these tiny humans and they can fuck you up. So they had to outrun them. And, uh, like, the enhanced brother, he kind of feigns getting hurt. But when you watch him, he looks like it gets hurt. But his natural brother is able to pick him up and to keep running and still make it while the enhanced kids are super impressed like the natural brother finds out that his enhanced brother faked an injury just to you know kind of show prove to everybody else that he's able to hang even though he doesn't have all these weird enhancements he can still be with all these enhanced kids so that was kind of an interesting interesting little dynamic they're called extras extras there you go Yeah, yeah yeah Uh, before we go back to the the killer backy robot, um, there's an episode. There's a epi- an episode later on that uh, for a second, like they put a lot of money into the show because the CGI work is like damn near realistic. Like there's one episode I'm like, is this is this CGI or is that a fucking person? Like it was so hard to tell. Then there's another. I'm like, there's one that's later. I don't want to give it. I'm not gonna give it away. But like there's a special. There's an actor in it. A well-known actor, and it's like, holy shit! Like, is this CGI or is this fucking him? I'm pretty sure yeah. they use like capture motion for him or whatever, but it's it's fucking. It, it, I don't know. I can tell. I seriously so can tell. I'm I'm pretty sure Blue they do both. I think it's a mix of live action as well as CGI. So it it's is really well done. Yeah, it's really well done, and it's quick too. It's like a good six seven minute episode. Well, yeah. we won't talk about that. We gotta talk about this crazy Roomba, the oh, death Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> it was super crazy. Uh, Blue set this up because this. I take a so, second. So yeah, so like this woman, she has like a. It, it almost looks like it, it makes me think of uh, of Wally. Like it's a Wally-like robot, but it's like, but it's, it's if Wally and Eve had a baby, this is what that baby would look like. It looks like a baby But like the the woman of the house, she like moves the picture frame, and the, and the robot's like, no, motherfucker, like I like it here. And then the robot's like, the robot gets mad basically, and. Um, I can't remember. It gets pissed at the dog for some fucking reason. And just shaved. Like, it's her prize fucking award-winning poodle. And it, like, shaves the fucking dog's head or some shit. <laughs> like, what the, with a laser. With a laser. With a laser. Not with the fucking back leader. Use the fucking laser beam from its fucking eyes. And then, like, I don't know. Like, the woman's calling customer service or some shit. And customer service is being fucking weird. It's like, you know, do you want to, like, dismantle the robot? Yes or no? Uh... And she hits yes, and she's like, are you sure you want to go yes? You don't want to just sacrifice? No, actually, if you want to sacrifice your dog. And she's like, no. And she's like, are you sure you don't want to sacrifice your dog? This is end all this shit. She's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, and then the, the machine's like, okay, whatever. Well, you have another option. But basically, like, she she tries to destroy the robot. There's so much fucking shit that's happened in one episode. Like, the robot's fucking killing her pets and shattering <laughs> things. And, and it's funny because it's still cleaning. Still keeping a fucking house. Up. <laughs> I mean, like the on the ground is still cleaning, but I don't want to spoil it too much. But like, yeah, her she. Oh, I, okay. I gotta get this one. So she has a neighbor, and this neighbor is like into her, and like he's on the other side of a fence, but the fence is at a very good level, and the guy looks like he's because she's doing yoga, and he, he looks she. Looks, it looks like he's over there just fucking just whacking out. <laughs> That shit, he wrote up like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm not gonna say what he was actually doing. Like, I'll let you watch that episode, but he was just 
I was like, oh, damn. But yeah, it, it was pretty fucking funny. That episode was pretty funny, but the animation is it's weird as fuck. It's up there with like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Ivan, Ivan, Ivan Flex. What was that show on Netflix? Oh, no, on MTV? It's on Ivan Flex. Flex. Oh, the Ivan Flex? Okay, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that, but more, I don't know, like, creepier. I would say the ones with twins is more like Eon Flex, like actually yeah. just like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck What's your take on this episode? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, the first one that was of uh, season two. And it was so, like, the way that they, anim- the way that they, the character models were, they looked so fucking creepy. Of, like, just, like, the extended, like, faces and, like, the high-up eyes and, like, the mm-hmm. the age marks. And it was just, like, they looked creepy. Like, the people look creepy. Anyway, the dog was cute as fuck. And then, <laughs> and then the uh, this crazy, like, brick trying to kill her. It was just, it was, and then, like, her calling customer support and them just, like, not really helping her at all. was It was so funny. Like, the whole thing was hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, and, yeah, and, and the neighbor, that shit was, that shit was so good. Like, I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, like, I, I was... I kind of want more, like, some of these episodes are so short, it's like, God, I want to know what, what the fuck else happened. But some of them, they just, they just end perfectly, like, okay, that was a good little wrap-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the Death Roomba episode pre- very well, because I was just like, this woman, this poor lady, because it looks like she's in a retirement, like, um, community, because everyone's kind of, like, elderly, and she's, like, trying to deal with this, like, technology that's basically trying to kill her when it's supposed to clean her house and every time she's dealing with customer support the the Roomba the death Roomba goes into a different level of kill so it go it starts with just being annoyed then it goes into like defense mode then it goes into kill mode and then it goes into overdrive they're like uh oh you just activated like kill mode you need to get out of the house and destroy your house I was like, what? What the hell is happening? It just yeah. gets even crazier from there. It was like, it actually has a pretty funny ending. But I was like, damn, this is actually pretty interesting. So this is this is kind of hilarious. So Blue was bringing up how he thought that the ice episode, the one with the twins, reminded him of Eon Flux, the person mm-hmm. who actually made. I think is the director. He actually his early work was on Eon Flux. Oh, uh, there yeah. you go. The guy's name is Robert Valley. There you go. Cool. Yeah, you can tell that that worked. Like it's just. It's, it has that Eon Flux feel, like the extended legs and like the the kind of wire wire movements. It's very very yeah. Eon Flux. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the wiry limbs and like the the truncated like torso and yeah, yeah. So everybody's skinny. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I think there's probably some fat people in there, but like I, that that show was just fucking weird to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty but, uh, crazy. I have to agree with Warrior Fellow. Like, definitely love, uh, love, sex, robot. What's it called? Love, hate, love, robot. death, and robots. Love, death, and robot. It's it's an animated version of uh of Black Mirror. Like, oh robot. yeah, I've yeah, heard right. that. I've heard that a lot. It's actually pretty damn funny. I think that's a a very good uh, assessment, astute assessment. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I don't want to go too far in because I don't know. Where Cronus left off three, on. So let's leave it at there. I'll, I'll watch the rest uh, by the next talk, by the next podcast. Yeah, because each episode, yeah. I think, I think the longest episode is maybe seventeen minutes, and the yeah. shortest is seven minutes. I think. I want to say. Yeah, the longest you get an hour power through. Yeah, the longest ones are like is eighteen minutes, and the shortest one is seven. So yeah, I, I'll get through them. I just uh, K Mac wasn't feeling it, but I can watch it without her, so it's no big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 it's all good. Yeah, actually, the next episode was the one that uh, the one that you you would watch next is the one that Blue was talking about is the one in the desert. So, yeah, it's called Snow in the Desert. Is what it's called. Yeah. I was like yep. when, it, when I saw the episode, I was like, how the fuck is there snow in the desert? I mean, I know desert doesn't mean that it's just sand and this and that. Actually, like Alaska or Antarctica is considered a desert. It's just a place void of vegetation. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even in. Yeah, but when I was in Twenty Nine Palms, uh, I remember the first time it was just which is in the uh, Death Valley in California. The the day I got there, it was literally ice on the ground, and then when I left, it was one hundred and twenty six degrees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a kind yeah. of sex. Yeah. Talk about a mood swing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I did, I did not. I did not enjoy my time there, though it was brief. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, so what else we got? Where are we going next, squad leader? Well, I want to talk about something uh, about any prodigy on. I want to talk about Palestine and Israel, but I don't think you guys are even up on... Uh, I try is. to... I purposely stay away from it because all I hear is death and destruction, and I don't even know why, so I'm just like, well, doesn't look like this is going to end anytime soon. Um, I don't know why they're bombing and why they're killing. Uh, that's... Pretty much, that's my input. Well, I mean, Prodigy and I have a a pretty decent understanding on what it what's going on, um, and even going back even going back historically. But there's been like a the the real big thing is that there's been like a really big shift in uh, world politics to where normally when Israel you know attacked uh, Palestine or you know Palestine you know attacked Israel that there was always usually everybody was on Israel's side. And so only recently everybody's like pushing back like, hey, like what they're doing to Palestine is like really fucked up. And they're like really going into the history of of, uh, of Palestine and all that shit. And it's like it, it's really complicated because it this whole issue is it started with, um, you know, World War Two, um, mm. you know, when obviously the Jews are ch- trying to be exterminated by the Nazis, which is fucking beyond horrific. Um, and after that happened, they uh, in 1947, I think it was they gave uh, Jews their own land that was, they expanded their land in what was Palestine in 1947. So they basically took a bunch of the land from the Palestinians and they made the state the the country of Israel. And ever since then, they've been expanding their land more and more and more. And this most recent conflict started because um, they were saying that, on the last podcast, I said that they were doing evictions, but that is totally inaccurate. Um, based upon like what is actually happening. So basically what they're doing is the actual IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, I think that's what they're called, um, basically the Israeli military, they're going through and they're with the military and they're throwing people out of their homes. And it's just like, these are people that are basically living in squalor and they're they're taking over their homes. And that's why this, and there was another like uh, a religious site that took over as well. And so that's why um, Palestine started lobbing rockets and mortars and shit like that into into Israel, and the disproportionate use of the disproportionate like amount of so deaths. And, yeah, well, it's not even just that. It's like how much force you can bring upon another person, and like it's basically the the Palestinians are getting killed at like a ten to one ratio to Israelis, and it's just like it's all based upon something where they just they're 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 using the military to take over people's homes. So it's, it's not an eviction. Like, it, on, on no other place on the planet would you say it's an eviction if somebody's military showed up on your doorstep 
and took your house. Like that's that's yeah. not an eviction. That's that's a military action. And it it's really fucked up and I think some news outlets are accurately accurately saying like what's going on, but some other folks are still writing, you know, this whole nothing that the Israelis do is wrong and it's just like I find it particularly difficult to see uh, in, uh, formerly oppressed people be, become the oppressors. You know, like it's it's really fucked up, and I think that there needs to be something that needs to happen to like make it stop. There needs to be an immediate ceasefire, and they need to have like some sort of diplomatic, you know, solution, or it's just this is going to keep happening, and it's yeah. it's terrible. But but I'm I'm glad now that it's actually more fair in the the global eyes of seeing like, hey, not everything that Israel's doing is like right yeah and I've, uh, I've seen a lot of people around the bay area like protesting like what's going on over there like uh you know down in san jose a bunch of people like was like they blocked off the road and had signs up talking about the issue that was going on and uh, different other lo- locations and like it's i mean it's not happening here in america but I, i'm glad that people here are trying to like get the word out there exactly what's going on over in israel um, so I was under the impression, now correct me if I'm wrong, that <clears throat> the Palestinian and Israel, like, uh, conflict was maybe even before, was Palestine formed after World War II, or was it? No, it existed was, before World War II. So I was under the impression that their, um, conflict started, like, literally maybe a few centuries ago, or longer, and... There's been a history conflict there for a, a very long time. Well, I mean, there's been Jews that were in, you know, Palestine. They have sort of like in Israel. I got to go back and do like a whole lot more research on, on like the actual thing, on the actual like how much land they had. But there was like, oh, let me see if I can find like an actual photo. Oh, uh, um, in addition, I, I heard it was their conflict is not only, um, I guess, Territorial base, but it's also a religious like. Oh yeah, yeah. Dispute. Yep. So it's. Uh... So I'm gonna pull up uh, a map, and this is from the Economist. Let's see if I can pull it up. It's kind of sad, like how religion plays like such a huge role in a bunch of wars. Not the Economist, because I have to pay for it. Thank you, the Economist. <laughs> you're not. You're done. Oh, God dang. You are not getting my money. There was one on MSNBC. Hold on. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of conflict that's usually rooted in religion. It's kind of all bad, but, you know, just gotta try to do your, our, we gotta do our best to be better. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't, I I don't think blowing, bombing children and blowing up buildings. In fact, uh, I know one of, it was last weekend, um, Israel bombed the Associated Press building. Even though they gave them a the chance to escape, they told them ahead of time they're going to destroy the building. But it's just weird that why would you, why would you even destroy the building, for what? What kind of statement does that make? Was there something to prove something? Was it? Did it have a strategic advantage or something? I, I, I'm not, I'm not even sure. What's very really good? So the the company I work for. Um... We have employees over there, and like one of the, he's not like CEO level type person, but he's like up in that executive area. Um, apparently, like his house was bombed, and his wife and daughter was badly injured, but his son was killed. 
And he's, I think the kid was like five or so, which is fucking tragic. Damn. Okay, so let me. I'll, I'll try and share it. If I can't share it, I'm, I'm trying to present it, but I don't know if it's going to show up correctly. So I'll try and show a tab. Um, I think it's this one, maybe. Oh no! Jesus Christ, that was terrible. Hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you guys talk. Holy shit! Yeah, we just—I yeah. I broke the matrix. I'm sorry. Yeah, we. <laughs> Oh, we um, we <laughs> we divided by zero right there. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see what the comments are gonna say when this shit hits because I'm watching the I'm watching our live feed. Yeah, it's gonna be happens. fucked up. <laughs> so here, I, I can share the uh, the, the window. <laughs> Pull it up. I was like, "What's happening right now?" I'm, oh, oh, you guys, can you guys see it? Yeah, we can see it. I can see it. Okay, so this is for everybody else. Like, this is the actual. From like 1946, you see how like there's Palestine and like the yellow parts are Israel, right? Holy shit. And so if you look That's at like, you know, the UN plan of 1947, this is when obviously after World War II, they got a bunch of land and then even more. And then today it's just like they, you know, Palestine is basically nothing. I mean, it's, it's very little of the land they used to have. And so it's like how much, how much of an encroachment do you take from people and expect no... Um, no response. Like it, it's pretty crazy to me. So I'll, I'll stop presenting. Wow. Now. I was gonna say, I was gonna make a comment, but it would have been it would have been uh, not very faithful. <laughs> I'm gonna say it anyway. It's it's almost like you get uh, herpes and you, that shit just spreads. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Um, was, ex except the people. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about fucking people. But um, yeah. Damn, that's that's crazy that. They went from such little territory, almost taking over the whole area. Like, I mean, it's it. They, they they took over. Pretty much the whole area. I think by percentage wise, by like the, the shit that I showed, if they had eighty five percent of their land they used to have, I'd be surprised. It, it's yeah, it's much less than that. If they have like little spots, and the fact that people are still kind of standing for Israel doing this, and it's just like, I mean, I'm not surprised that you know in America that we're doing it because we're I mean we're living on fucking stolen land, but it's just like, come on. Like, I mean, you can't keep taking people's homes and land from them. And they're using, like, Ottoman-era fucking maps of, like, oh, well, you know, back in the Ottoman era, you know, this used to be, you know, land from, you know, for our people. But it's like, dude, this is fucking 2021. Like, for real? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean any map that you look at in the Ottoman era is not correct today. Obviously, over time, things change, so... Maybe not for the better, but Jesus Christ. I was gonna say some of that is kind of happening here. It's just not it's not the military doing it. It's uh, basically being forced out of their homes. Like the homeless crisis in America is pretty bad. And like, but like for example, like gentrifying like Oakland. Like there's a lot of area parts of Oakland that used to be like kind of run down, but it's being kind of taken over by gentrification. I mean, it's being made better, but like it's still pushing out the people who usually live in that area. I mean, it's. it's I mean, it's not apples to apples. It's like apples to fucking grapes, basically. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, kind of touching on that that subject a little bit. Just people aren't being murdered. Yeah, so yeah, especially like the, the the kids, the kids and families getting bombed and shit like that. Like that, I think that's what people kind of tend to like not recognize in this whole conflict is that there's there's literally children dying that have. And I understand like the the, the whole Hamas thing. Like, are they a terrorist organization or not? Like. I, I don't maybe I mean I don't fucking know if they are okay but you're still killing kids and women and you know whole families that have nothing to do with Hamas 
They're not terrorists. Not if, if you're gonna say every single person that lives in fucking Palestine is a terrorist, then there's something wrong with you. Like there's there's families just trying to live and survive, and they're living in basically an open air prison. They can't go anywhere. They've been under sanctions for a long time. They have no. I think it's. I think they have the highest unemployment rates in the world. It's like over 70 percent, and it's just like, what do you expect these people to do? Like they, they can't leave. You know, you're taking more of their land, and then when when you get mad and try to fight back. You bomb them with overwhelming force. And this is just totally ignoring the fact that, you know, Israel has this thing called the, the Iron Dome. When they're when they're launching when Palestine does launch rockets and, you know, missiles into into Israel, they have like a whole automated defense system that knocks down a good percentage mm. of the attacks. So Yeah, it, it, yeah, it it's, it's kinda that. fucked up. Yeah. It, it's it's really fucked up. So I don't get you were talking about how people were talking about the Ottoman Empire and whatnot. I don't think a lot of I mean, the Ottoman Empire was ended after the end of World War One. They're literally gone, like wiped out of the face of the earth once that was done. And after every major war on this planet, the basically the boundaries of countries are reformed, some redesigned, some countries fall, empires fall, regimes will fall. So we're in a whole new different era right now. Right now, thank God we're not in a new um, we're not in a new world war conflict. But I mean, things you know things are changed and things are different. So I, I don't see the needless killing of um, innocence as a way of like getting to a means to an end. I mean, I don't understand why diplomacy wouldn't work in this situation. Yeah, and before, because I know some people that they're they're hardline like Israel, um, like supporters. Like, listen, I'm not Muslim. I'm an atheist. So the religious part of it to me is fucking is dumb. Um, I think that everyone everyone has the right to live in fucking peace, including Jews, okay, uh, and including Muslims that are living in in that area. So why don't you just leave them be in peace? Like, what is that really such a difficult ask? Is to leave somebody to live in peace, and to not take their homes by force? Like, mm-hmm. it, uh, to me, it doesn't seem like a very complicated issue at all. Like, people that talk about this, these conflicts, they try to they'll just say that, oh, it's so complicated, and they'll just leave it at that. Like, it's not that fucking complicated. It really isn't. It's not that complicated. It's just they, they want to say it's complicated because they don't want to actually say what the fuck is going on. And they don't want to um, possibly make people mad on a certain side. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's, it's not that hard to understand, to me at least. It's not. Hmm. That's what I right. about this podcast. You, you learn something new. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that you can learn from us, but we're not experts. So. No. Yeah. Just no. got to put that out there. I mean, not, not on this, but I'm experts at some stuff, but not this. Want to talk about <laughs> oh, data yeah. storage? Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should we move on? We can move on. All right. Uh, what? What are we talking about? I'll tell uh, you an oh. idea. You should have an idea before before you say. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys see the Snake Eyes trailer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, what y'all think? What y'all think about this? <clears throat> For me, like, so the, the way I saw the trailer is that it showed up as an ad on YouTube, and <laughs> while I was watching it, 
<laughs> like usually, like you know, how, like when you watch a YouTube ad, it comes with a skip button. You're like, okay, skip this shit. I need to get back to what I'm, what I'm watching. This shit hadn't captivated. I was like, wait, what? What? What is? What? What? What is this? Like, uh, there's some badass fucking like motorcycle scene and fucking dude jumped up on a on a big rig and fucking started chopping motherfuckers up. And I was like, at first I thought it was internal. Yeah, uh, not internal. Was it the internal? Is that the one? You, uh, no. I think you thought it was internals. What's the one? Isn't is that the one with the the Asian at the Asian guy? Oh, Shang Chi. Yeah, I thought it was that. I was like, oh, this is a new trailer for that. I haven't seen the trailer for it yet. Let me just check it out. And then like halfway through it, like they show uh, Snake Snake Eyes mask. I was like, wait, is that Snake Eyes mask? Like, what's the, what's what's going on? And then it popped up and say Snake Eyes like a, a GI Joe story. I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit, take my money. I'm there. Like this should look fucking badass. What do you guys thought on it? I thought it was cool because it was Snake Eyes um, before he had his voice taken away from him, and they're showing his face. So it's like very interesting, like seeing like Snake as as like an actual person instead of some badass mute dude that just fucks shit up. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I think this could be a segue into the whole because I watched like the the trailer and then sort of like them explaining the trailer, the uh, the production studio. So this could potentially be the beginning of like a G.I. Joe cinematic universe, which would be dope, mm. but if this movie flops, well, you ain't going to get any more G.I. Joe movies for a while. Uh, I said the same thing when I accurately, call, accurately called when that Tom Cruise movie with, what was it? It was like some monster movie or some shit. Oh, the Mummy. The, mu- the, yeah, mummy. the Mummy. They tried to reboot it. And they're like, oh, we're going to have a monsters, you know, cinematic universe. I'm like, if this shit flops, no, you're not. And it flopped, what happened? She didn't go anywhere. So if you guys want to see, you know, a G.I. Joe, you know, cinematic universe, then first of all, it's got to be, the first one's got to be good. And the second of all, people have to watch it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. I actually didn't get a chance to finish the trailer, so I missed some stuff, but um, I heard about the cinematic universe. Um, I guess there's ties to the previous G.I. Joe films in this. So we shall see. I mean, I'm looking forward to them doing a really good, you know, G.I. Joe universe hopefully they don't merge the transformers in this they need to do their own their <laughs> own gi joe stuff first but i i'm always excited apparently it comes out later this year yes yeah i, I didn't even hear rumors about this it just kind of just popped out of nowhere no, I, I, thought, I, I thought it was the, the shaolin one. Oh yeah no i had heard about it but then i heard it might not get made and then all of a sudden boom we have a trailer so like, oh they were working on this so i'm excited i'm Pretty big G.I. Joe fan. Not as big as Transformers, but um, I hope this does well. And I hope we do get more G.I. Joe movies because we deserve them. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I like the the G.I. Joe with the rock in it. Cause, I mean, the, the opening for it was great. I'm pretty sure Columbus will, will, agree, with, will agree with me for the second one since uh, Shannon Tatum dies. Like yeah, uh, fuck Shannon Tatum. Oh, god dang. I, I don't like him as an actor. He's probably a decent person, but his acting skills are not great. But neither are mine, so you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also I mean, not getting only... paid millions of dollars to act. So, there's I that. The, o- <laughs> the only time I saw him do a decent acting job, I would say, was in uh, Hateful Eight. He actually does a pretty good job. And he's only on screen for maybe 10 minutes. So, that worked out. Oh, it looks like in the in the Snake Eye movies, we have uh, the Baroness in it, which, whew, that leather tight suit that she wore in the cartoons was great. <laughs> I don't what, seven-year-old kid? <laughs> yeah, I just liked how when she did her match, like, when she was 
disguised as a black person, she just takes off the mask, and all of a sudden her skin turns white. Hilarious. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see who is... Um... Who's in the film? Yeah, who's in the film. I think they're... So far, everybody on here, I don't, I don't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, they're a bunch of uh, unknown talents for the most part. So, Which is good. I, Could be good. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I kind of like having new people do certain roles just because, like, you know, say for example, we had... Um, I don't know what that's name. It's for, like, say we had The Rock back here again. It'd be like, okay, that's, that's not really... I'm not... Like, I just see him as The Rock. I don't see him as that character. But with, like, having no names in here, it's like, oh, shit. Like, okay, this this is fucking badass. Like, this character is, is really pulled in this role. Oh, wait. Oh, that's not him. I thought uh, Mashad Ali was in this, but it's not him at all. It's or, Peter you know, Miss Minthoff. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> sort of like why... I said it before. Um, with... What was that movie? Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I was mm-hmm. like, why don't you just make all Marvel movies like this? Because honestly, this is awesome. And when you watch like a, a Marvel movie that has like a famous actor in it, like you, you see the famous actor first and then the character second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it'd That's be good. more meaningful to have like the actual character come out rather than the actual, knowing the actual actor. So yeah, I'm not for, you know, big name actors, you know, doing, doing roles like that. So, I mean, but we but we have uh, Invincible. I mean, there's some pretty big name actors in that, and this show came out great. Yeah, but you, well, you you only know their voices. Like that's it. Like you don't you don't see them right as like as, as the character. So yeah, their voices kind of stick a little bit. But even like with uh, shit, the main character Invincible. What's the the guy who plays him? Uh, Steven Yoon. Yeah, Steven Yoon. Like, I I wouldn't know it was Steven Yoon. Like Tony doesn't sound like the only to me. person. The only person that stuck out heavily, actually, there were two people. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Rogan, or not J.K. Rowling. But... Yeah, yeah, the Seth Rogen, he played J.K. the one eyed guy. Yeah. And then also the guy from uh, the other voice of Rick and Morty. Oh, um, yeah, he stuck out hard. Well, yeah, he stuck out he... hard just because he has an iconic voice, so he really stuck out. But then. But he's he... also Rick and Morty on the show. He's like a frat version of Rick on the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, uh, J.K. Simmons also was yeah. like, obviously, uh, you could tell it was him. But with with him and with Invincible, his the uh, Omni Man looks like J.K. Bro, like J- he like, does. J.K. Yeah. yeah. So I can I see him as that character. So I I don't know. I just, Invincible is fucking dope. <laughs> I, I I I like themes for episodes. Like I actually want to go back and watch season one all over again just to see what little things I noticed. Like I know Odin just noticed. I have pointed out how like you know, every time uh, Invincible gets fucked up. His intro logo gets more and more bloody as the as the season goes on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I gotta mm-hmm. check that out. I never noticed that before. I just noticed like you know, there's just blood splattered on things everywhere. Get that ass beat. Um, speaking of like voiceover kind of stuff, not on list. Are y'all interested in watching this Modoc series? It starts in like Friday, I guess. It's on the 21st. So uh, it's a it's on Hulu. It's an animated series, but this is a a I get like I, 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 yeah, it's a comedy. But I don't know if this is tied to the MCU. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But it's kind of weird because I guess Modok is married on the show. So because I saw a trailer and like it has like him arguing with his wife or whatnot. I didn't I mean, even think he had genitals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has tentacles. He's like, what, what that mouth do though? Uh, <laughs> he, he does have that big ass fucking head, so yeah, he, she he might be asking what that mouth do. He basically uh, is a head. 
I mean, he could have like a big ass tongue. We have no idea. Maybe um he impregnated her with his brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, he does have tentacles though. From what yeah. I remember, he throws out fucking some shit. Who knows what he's got oh, in that God. chair? But are are y'all watching this or or not? Nah? Uh, maybe I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. check out the first one, but it's something that I know Cam Mac probably won't want to watch, watch. So I'll watch it on my own. Okay. See the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check it out if it, if it if it's cool and interesting and. I'm probably gonna keep watching. I don't know if they're dumping. Usually, Hulu dumps everything all at once, yeah. so I, I don't think they're gonna do the weekly thing. So we'll we'll still see. So if it's good, I'll probably watch like the first three, see if it's cool, and then I'll probably finish it over the weekend. I'm pretty sure it's not very long. It's probably maximum ten episodes. I want to say, but um, it kind of it, it kind of gives me the um, the Harley Quinn vibe, like the Harley <laughs> Harley Quinn animated series. That's how. It kind of gives me that vibe, like it's that that like comedy humor behind it, and like violence and fucking blood and gore and stuff like that. So, it, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it at least three episodes too. Cause I, actually, I don't know much about Mondark. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about the character. I just know he's a big, fat-headed guy who sits in his floating chair and just wrecks shit. And what what does Mordok stand for? Because it usually it's like. It's, like it's an, it, it's, it's, an it's, it's an acronym, but I, I can't remember what it is. It's some kind of... It's funny because he's one of the main villains in the Avengers game, and they actually spell out what his um, acronym is. I think they may have changed it uh, for mod, like very, very recently, but I don't, I don't know for sure. It stands but, for Mental Mobile Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. Okay. <laughs> you know, for some reason, I, I felt like I knew that. Like, if it was a multiple choice, I probably would have chose that. Yeah. Wow. That's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see how, you know, uh, how this plays out. I mean, because he is a legit Marvel character, but <clears throat> is it gonna be stupid or is this gonna be hilarious? That's a, that's the question. Yeah, What's he it? was created by uh, Stanley and and Jack Kirby. Hmm. I do like Patton Oswalt, so he's on the show. So we'll see. Oh, he's the voice of Modoc. So oh, we'll nice. see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He's a pretty interesting guy. I like the guy, and he's been involved with Marvel before. He's on Agents of Shield, so that's probably Wait, why who? he got the job. Uh, Patton Oswalt, oh, he plays yeah. the twin. Yeah, yeah. He plays. He's like he's like triplets on the show. I think he's triplets I, from different time periods. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's like a different like. Um... Different bases for the the agents of Shield, like locations, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I got it's fucking funny though. It's funny. Did you, 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 you take a picture for your badge yet? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so it it is ten episodes. So it's if they're half an hour episodes, it should be able to easy burn through. So should yeah. be interesting. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg's on the show. Huh. That was it. <clears throat> well, it's it's kind of cool. Uh, Hulu does a pretty good job with animation because we got they gave us. Um, was it space? Uh, not space. It's um, urban strangers. No. Oh, is this, you think it's solar opposites? Solar opposites. That's what it was. I know it's some. <laughs> I was like space something. <laughs> You're way off. Holy shit! <laughs> hey, solar space opposites. Oh space man. Space. <laughs> yeah. So oh, uh, uh, we knew. Did we even talk about season? We haven't even talked about solar opposites. I finished all the season two. Did anybody <laughs> else watch this? I have. I've watched like the first three episodes. I need to finish it. Oh boy! Hold on. Let's talk about something else, though. Have y'all okay. have y'all watched the Mitchells versus the Machines? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah let's talk about that, man. Yeah, that oh, fucking shit. show. So, first of all, The Mitchells vs. The Machines is on, it's on Netflix, and it's by the same studio that made uh, Spider-Man Into the, Sp- Into the Spider-Verse. It's a mm-hmm. very similar animation style, except for it's a higher uh, frame rate. So, it's a much smoother uh, view. Yeah, but it that's, is... that's the whole purpose. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was made to be low frame, so it has that like comic book feel to it. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I mean, I, I love that that movie. But yeah, this movie was fucking hilarious. I was like, uh, Riley wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it too, so I'm like, thank goodness you want to watch it. And I was so uh, glad that I watched it. the The humor in it is is hilarious. the uh, The animation is great. The act, the voice acting is great. Anybody should should watch this. You should be highly entertained watching this. What do you guys think? It's a great, it's a great family show, and it, and it like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like that's that's the cool thing about Netflix. Like the shows that they have on there usually don't see any kind of like real advertising for it. It's just basically word of mouth, or you know, it just shows up in your queue, and you're like, ah, let me check this out and see what it's all about. But uh, yeah, I definitely thought this was really funny. Like you know, uh, I mentioned I mentioned in the group chat. Like this is, it it kind of gives me that feel of like. I'm not sure if you guys ever watched it, but the Disney Goofy movie where, like, you know, there's a family that's going on a road trip or whatever, and, like, you know, the kids don't agree with the dad and this and that. But, like, it, it was just fucking funny, like, all, all around. And it's it's kind of cool because, like, the the, the one girl, like, it, she used, like, pop, co- pop culture references and stuff because she's, like, a, a video geek and this and that, and she's, like, using, like, you know, basically, like, YouTube for, like, posting her videos. And, like, it, it, it was just all out funny to begin with and like the the dog was fucking funny with his fucking weird eyes and shit and like yeah. the, the the robots and stuff it was even like the intro was fucking funny with like how it, how the robots are like oh it's not a 57 chevy blah 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 and just fucking run them over it's like oh, that shit was fucking funny i loved it what's your take on it i thought it was great my little cousin was like oh have you seen this i'm like nah he's all dude i watched this already you should watch this so he put it on and i was like oh I was kind of hooked from the beginning. I was like, what the hell is this? This is actually pretty damn good. And there's like, it was super funny to me because like, uh, I saw Danny McBride's name. I'm like, who's Danny McBride in this? And he's the dad. So I'm like, how is Danny McBride playing somebody's dad? It's just weird to me. But he sounded more like uh, Craig T. Nelson in the movie. <laughs> yeah. so, I, so I respected it a bit more. But watching it, I was like, dude, this is actually pretty interesting. This is like the... I want to say like a fam, the family vacation, like the Griswolds meets like uh, Men in Black kind of thing. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like instead of Men in Black, it's like uh, basically room death Roombas, more Roombas trying yeah. to come get you. Set these walk. Um, it's like it was super funny. It's super relatable. Uh, I thought it was super crazy. You know, everybody loves like you know cross country movies where the family is supposed to bond and everything goes crazy. Well, this one's like a, basically a, a robot invasion while a family's trying to take a cross country trip, and like it works out. It sounds stupid, but it, it works out pretty well, and oh, wow. I enjoyed it immensely. And it's crazy. Like, there's a pretty impressive cast list. Like, I know yeah. Blake Griffin's in it. John Legend and his wife are in it. Conan O'Brien's in it. Eric Andre is one of the main characters. Maya Rudolph plays the mom. So it's like, oh, this works out pretty well. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, John Legend and Christy Teigen, they play the the 
super fit fucking next door neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was all yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, the posies. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that was like part of the funny joke too. Is that like you know the mom was following his family next door on Instagram, and like she was like looking at their life, thinking that her their life was so fucking special, and like you know they're just fucking regular ass people too. Yeah, it was actually pretty interesting. I love the fact that they kept trying to keep up with them because, it, like, Instagram played a large part in the film, which I thought was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I was like, wow, all of these people staked their social status and where they were in life based on Instagram. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. It, oh, oh, God. I was just thinking of, like, the, the episode with the giant fucking Furby. Like they they do it like <laughs> an old school fucking pop reference like the fucking Furby. But one one kind of funny thing is that when they're inside the the shopping center and they're like the the plants and stuff are attacking them, they're like, why does everything need fucking Wi-Fi? And it, it's funny because like it kind of makes sense because a lot of like a lot of the stuff we have now has fucking Wi-Fi. Like I have a mm-hmm. goddamn sous uh, vide machine that has Wi-Fi just so I can I like activate it from my fucking phone, which I use all the goddamn time. I use it all the fucking time. But I it's bet also you cool the, because I can look up recipes and information uh, to the to the thing with the startup. I bet you those plushies behind you have a Wi-Fi. Your Batman and your Bemo and Wacko probably have Wi-Fi. They're probably listening to you right now, planning, no, plotting. Wacko, he's pretty old, so he probably doesn't have Wi-Fi. But Bemo and Batman probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. They're probably plotting your death. I'm just saying. They best watch out. Fucking Bemo. Uh, we should point out that this is a movie, not a series. So yeah. the Mitchell, the Mitchells versus the Machine is a full length. It's like uh, maybe ninety minute movie, maybe a little longer, something uh, like that. But yeah, so it's about it's a it's a hundred minutes long. Okay, so a little over an hour. Yeah, so but I mean it's it's, it's action packed all the way through. So like you're gonna have a fucking time the whole time you're watching it. So yeah, great film. Um, there's after credits as well, so it works out. What was it? So, there's after credits. Yeah, like a little bit. Like if you watch their dude, like so. What they do when you're watching the credits, they show like pictures of, I guess, on who the characters are based on, oh, yeah. and it shows them and their family, and then and it does it for each of the crews, kind of. So it works out pretty well. Okay. It's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Great film. This is by the same company, Funny Pictures. What's the one I put this on? Uh, it came out on Netflix on April 30th, but it actually it came out the theaters too. So. It was in oh, there theaters, you go. April twenty third. So I wonder, um, I wonder how it did. I mean, it's kind of it's hard. It's hard to put numbers nowadays, just because you know, a lot of people pandemic. are watching. Yeah, pandemic. People aren't really going to the movie theaters, but I want. I want to know what they did box over wise. Oh wait, hold on. This is this is over. It's an hour and fifty three minutes. It's almost two hours. Yes. Uh. Yeah. yeah so it's it's one hundred nine minutes long. Well, this is 153, so that's pretty. That's that's a good amount of time. I mean, it works out. So either way, you're going to enjoy yourself. You're not going to feel bored. It'll be funny. It's a great family film, especially if you got kids and you're still kind of semi quarantine. This is a perfect film to watch with the kids, or like if you want to do movie night at home with the family, perfect movie to sit and watch, especially if you have little ones. They should enjoy it pretty well. It should be funny. It'll be there's enough jokes for the whole family. So yeah, why wow, it's, it's sitting on Rotten Table, Rotten Tomatoes, ninety seven percent. There you go. Well, uh, yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. All right. All right. right. Ooh, more to come. Uh, at fifty five percent. I have to agree with that. 
Damn. <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it done. Uh, did you put this on the list, this new random word from Urban Dictionary? Is that you? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I threw this word on here because I can't remember where it came up at. Let me see. I gotta look it up on Urban Dictionary because I can't remember what it means. What? So, where did, how did this come about? Uh, I can't remember where I, where I, oh, I think I accidentally typed in the word and this word came up. You're, so, let me guess, you're looking up some thickness and, <laughs> and mistyped this word, suck? Suck. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you get this, like, definition you weren't read before. You're like, what is this? Yeah, so I want to ask you guys, without looking it up, what do you think suck means? Um, I figure it has something to do with thickness, maybe a little too thick, maybe? So, uh, the question is, uh, what do you think the word suck means? This is a word I had on here, and it came from Urban Dictionary. Suck? Yeah, it's T-H-U-K. Like you're st stuck or maybe a thick chick you want to fuck? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Shit, so there's... God, I can't remember what the, which one it was on here, but suck, it actually means uh, thick chick you want to fuck. Oh, there you go. Oh, hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but also on here it says a loud, sharp fork that crackles as it exits the ass. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's like what? Yeah. Who does it? What? That sounds terrible. But uh, there's one on. I can't remember what, what it was. Uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, a woman that is considered thick than normal, but not fat, sloppy, butch. Yeah, it's all thick as fuck. Is what it means. Oh, thick <laughs> as thick as fuck. Hmm. Yeah. But there's. I uh, got. There was one on here that was fucking hilarious. It's the reason why I played on this list, but it's not on here anymore. You missed it, or oh, someone might have deleted it. Uh no, God! I wish I I wish I had saved it. Damn. Well, hopefully you it's in the it's in the ether, so maybe you'll find it up again. Hopefully. Uh, um, one of one of these means to trim or to prune fornic. Uh, never mind. That doesn't make sense. Damn! I can't. There was <laughs> there's a reason why it was on here. It was fucking fucking hilarious. But yeah, it does. It means uh, thick as fuck or uh, thick chick yeah. you try to fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cronus, did you finish Returnal, or you just got farther in Returnal? <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. <coughs> okay. So, Returnal. They need to have a fucking safe, a safe feature. Sorry. Like, it just needs to happen. I, I, I cannot dedicate um, 10 to 20 hours in a row on a single video game, on a single sitting. Sorry. Can't. I'm a, I'm a parent. I work for, I have, I have a job. <laughs> I have other shit to do. I, I am also a gamer, but I cannot dedicate that much time um, in a single sitting for any game. Like, it's just not going to happen. Unless I take it literally a day off, which I'm not going to do. For, well, not, not for Returnal. Maybe I'll do it for a different game, but not for Returnal. Even though I, I like the game a lot. So, this is what it ha this is what happened to me recently, okay? Um, I finally beat the second boss. I got to a whole different part. I didn't even know there was a whole different, like, area to go to. So I went there. Whole different area. I'm doing fucking great. I'm getting new weapons. I'm getting new gear. I'm fucking kicking ass. I'm not dying. I'm nowhere near death. I got enough shit to bring me back to life. I'm great. Uh, you know, pause the game. Put it in, you know, rest mode. You know, work the next day. And as I'm working, 
uh, was I working? I was doing something. And the power went out for 30 seconds in my house. So, come back. Turn on return. Damn. Oh, fucking PlayStation. Lost power. Uh, lost everything. So I went back to literally the very beginning of the game. Oh, shit. I was just like, after that happened, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to play something else. Because I, I can't, I'm not, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like, seriously. I cannot That's... deal with this shit. I think Adam Sessler did a really good review of Returnal without um, giving it like a, a real score. And he was like, who is this game for? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Because he's the older guy too, obviously. And he brought up some really valid points. Like, if you, if you cannot set aside the time to do like a, a, a long run like that, then who are you really making the game for? Like, they need to add in a save feature because, I mean, don't get me wrong. How do I even put this? Returnal gives the assumption that, first of all, the first assumption is that you can fucking sit and play the game for that many hours in a row in one sitting. Okay, so that's going to alienate a good portion of gamers. My age, you know, because I have other shit to do besides gaming. Um, but second of all, it assumes that even when you pause it, because I was just like, oh, you can just pause it and put it in rest mode. Okay, so you pause it and put it in rest mode, but if you have automatic updates turned on, then you're fucked, because if you get an automatic update, it updates your game or your, or your PS4, then you lost everything. Even mine even says, do not automatically upgrade, but it still fucking happens on my PS5. And it's fucking annoying as shit. And you're also assuming that you're never going to run out of power at your house. Which happened to me yeah. for 30 seconds, and now I'm fucked. So now I, I really don't want to go back and play the game right now until they add in a save feature. Or at least something to where I can just get my get back to where I was. The only upside is that it doesn't count against my deaths in the game. But at the same time, I still fucking lost everything. You know what I mean? I lost all my fucking cool-ass gear, all my cool-ass guns, fucking everything. Because I had a 30-second power I, outage. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, that's, that is some bullshit, dude. Like, what? this is fucking 2001. Like, why is it not a fucking safe one? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, I, I, well I, I get the whole, like, rogues light thing and, like, the rogue... I, I understand it, but it's like... This is in some fantasy world where everybody has, you know, power that stays on all the time. They can dedicate, you know, tens of hours of time in one sitting, you know, and all... What the fuck? These... It shows it's so short sighted to like the average consumer, it's fucking stupid. Um, but like I said, the game is really enjoyable. Like, but they need to have some way where like it has like a checkpoint in case something catastrophic happens to your PS5, where it just happens to turn off for whatever reason or updates for whatever reason. Just put that in there, okay? Maybe not, not maybe not a save point, but where it has like a ghost save to where if if it cuts everything to the PS5 for whatever reason. It puts you back where the fuck you were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they need to put that shit in there. So there's no, like, rally points or something? Yeah. Like, how does it save, like, your progress when you, like, open up new areas and defeat bosses? Like, there, there's none. How does that work? There's none. There's nothing like that in the game. So the if you if you beat the first boss and you die after that, you go back and you have to fight the first boss again? Or no, something? so when, when you meet the bosses, that those are sort of checkpoints. Like, you don't, you don't have to face any boss twice, mm. which is good. Once you meet the bosses, it's good, but still, like, okay, so there's part. There's a part in the game where I, I kept finding, like, let me explain the basic premise of this fucking game so people can understand again. 
All right, so you play this game, and when you die, not only do you lose like the vast majority, like you lose all your weapons, the vast majority of your gear, unless unless it's things that are like um, that unlock different parts of the game. So like, I gotta give an example. Like the being able to have an alternate fire that will always stick with me in the game. Once I found it, it'll stick with me for the you know, even, even even if I die, it'll stick as the alt fire. Yeah, there's a couple other things that are like that, and, and also your uh, your ether, like it's kind of like money in the game. Your some of your ether, it's like the high ranking money in the game. Ether will stick with you if you die, but um, if you do die in the game, then the whole map changes. Okay, and so I got to the part in the game where I kept get I kept seeing this part after I beat the first boss. I kept seeing like this whole like blood chamber or something like that. But I didn't have the blood key or the crimson key. So it's a crimson chamber. I didn't have the crimson key. Once I meet the second boss, I get the crimson key, and the crimson key opens up a portal into a different area. Okay, great. Different area was totally different. It was cool as fuck. Harder enemies, uh, better gear, cool. So knowing that, I was like, okay, so if I die, I'm pretty sure if I die, I still have the crimson key. Is like it's still with me, but it's not in the same like the actual the place where you go through the portal is in a different area if you die so mm. this is what happened to me because i died and i had the crimson key and when i came well not i didn't die the fucking power went out and then once i knew where the crimson key location was um like the crimson portal or whatever but when i came back like the whole map's different so not to fucking find the crimson fucking door to go through the portal and then get to the new area and even and then it's going to randomize the, the new area map again and it's just like and the run that i was on like i had all this upgraded shit from like um the area that i was in and the new area and now it's all gone because out of power outage so yeah thanks for nothing that's all bad oh man that's 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 up there to when you fucking like you're playing like you're playing contra on a fucking nintendo the original goddamn nintendo and you got like one life left and you're like down there at the end and the fucking power go out and you have like no way there's no fucking codes for you to take you back to where you were or no fucking save point you're just fuck you just get basically out start the game all over again yeah actually honestly that's what i was thinking remember when i was playing returnal and when i was first thinking i was like you know old school games there was no like they had some save points but a lot of games like you had to like do the whole run but these games were not tens of hours long but they weren't mm-hmm. So you could you could easily be I mean Contra you could be in fucking five hours, under that probably, because I've done it with with three lives you could beat it in in you know a, in a day if you're skilled enough, but Returnal it's like you know it's more than ten hours long and I'm not a young guy anymore I have other shit to do. All bad. Reminds me of another game that used to kind of do that, which was. They kind of fixed it, kind of, sort of, but at least there's save options. And that game is Mass Effect. Mass Effect had a huge this is issue not, this when you is nothing like Mass Effect. No, but I'm talking about the save feature. I mean, if you're in, so if you landed on an uncharted world, and this is the first Mass Effect, and you're on an uncharted world, and you went and you died by like a threshold mall, whatever you collected, whatever you researched, is all gone. No matter how much time you spent on that world, same same thing. But now they have like the save feature. I mean, you can save in the game, but a lot of people weren't doing that, so they're kind of complaining. 
So yeah, that's dumb. I mean, if you can save, save your fucking game. Exactly. The, 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 so. There was a save feature in Mass Effect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At, at first, I mean, but there are certain parts where it wouldn't let you save, and people would die and have to restart. So it's kind of. But Returnal sounds super brutal. Yeah, I mean, you, like, you would have to you have to wake up and play all day. But you don't start from the beginning in Mass Effect if you die from a Thresher Maw. You don't start from the fucking very beginning of the game and they randomize everything oh, yeah, after no. that. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just that world, but still, I get it. That's still brutal. So it's like, I, I need to watch Adam Sessler's like review of this. Yeah, I mean, insane. it's it's a really good review. Um, even though that he doesn't give a score, I don't know if it's normal for for G four right now not to give scores. Yeah, he didn't he didn't give a score for Cyberpunk. He said he was still kind of pending or okay. whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't. I didn't realize how, how much I missed Adam Sessler, especially because now that he is an older gamer like me, and listening to them talk about games from an older perspective, I think is really good for us, you know, aging gamers. Because it's like, yeah, like our skills have definitely degraded over time. Like, I, I think that anybody in their 40s at this point, if they say that they were as good as, at video games as they were in like their early 20s or even teenage years, they're fucking lying to you. I used to I used to be a, a you know semi professional gamer. I used to go to tournaments all the time. I was like what thirteenth in the world at StarCraft when it first came out. Um, I'm nowhere near that level because I can't dedicate the amount of time that it takes to like get the muscle memory back. Um, my cognitive abilities aren't there. I mean I'm not fucking suffering from dementia, but you know I'm getting you know older. So I yeah I know what you mean because like uh, oh shit what game was I playing? Uh, Maneater, for example. Oh, the shark like, game? Yeah, the shark game. Like, the game is very simple. Like, you're just fucking going around eating fucking people. But it's a, it's in a map. And I had to kind of remember, like, where shit was. So I had to, like, I was like, I know I fought an alligator where the, around here that I, I damn near killed. And I was yeah. like, fuck, where the hell did it go? I'm, like, searching the map. I'm like, fuck, I don't know where the hell I am right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, it's normal. I mean, it's one of those things, like, I'm going to do probably, like, talk about aging at some point. Like, there's, like, upsides and like serious downsides um but i think it's normal for like us to like we don't game as much as we used to obviously we don't have the same cognitive abilities i take fucking nootropics almost daily to like keep up with my cognitive abilities and i'm i'm nowhere near as degraded as like probably most people my age but it's still like i i see it like i can see it in my brain of like how thoughts come a little bit slower than they used to it's gonna keep getting fucking worse. So, you know, time sucks. <laughs> wow. Speaking of time, uh, we're almost about to hit six years on this podcast, fellas. Oh man. Isn't that a fucking lot of crazy? Thing? That's <laughs> that a, six years of dankness. Uh oh, it's straight in your ears. Like, I remember when we first started doing the podcast, and I would, like, go to random ass fucking people and be like, oh, have you heard about our podcast? Give me your phone. Let me put this shit into your iTunes. Like, everybody. <laughs> like, there's, like, an old couple at a beer set that we went to, oh, and I put it into one phone. And I still wonder. I wonder if it's still in her phone. I wonder if she's like, how the hell I get this podcast out of my phone? Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know what this Negro was talking about. Or she could be listening. She could be one of our dankest fucking fans. <laughs> Hide in the, in the fucking shadows every time we do, like, a live event. She's in the back, like... Those my, those my boys. Dude, you never know. You know what's crazy is that it's harder to actually start up a podcast now than it was when we first started. I'm, I'm going to go on a, sm- a small rant. Uh, 
But Apple Podcasts, oh, Apple Podcasts, fuck you. You are the most ridiculous fucking bullshit ass system ever. The only reason why, so this this is only regarding, because I'm trying to, I'm getting, we split off balance exchange from this podcast because it's been pretty popular. So we're going to split it off because it's like totally different subjects than what we normally talk about. Um, and I'm trying to set up like our iTunes account and it's fucking ridiculous. It, yeah. Let me just tell you like a small modicum of like what I have to go through to fucking do this shit. So I have to set up an account for um, for iTunes, for iTunes, like the Apple podcast thing, right? Which I'm like, why do I fucking need an account? And I need an account that is tied to a credit card or my bank account. I'm not buying anything on iTunes. Why the fuck do you need to be tied to my fucking financials? Whatever. I'm just going to fucking do it. Because I want to get this out. And then uh, they have this stupid two-step ident- uh, uh, two-step authentication. Which normally is fine. But Apple does it so terribly that literally every fucking like third screen that I go on to in Apple Podcast, I have to do the two-step identification. It's like, motherfucker, I'm already signed in and they send me a fucking code to my phone. I have literally 25 to 35 fucking texts from uh, from Apple with a verification code. <laughs> and it got so bad where I'm just, I'm using their normal shit. I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just trying to sell a fucking podcast. It got so bad that they told me that we, that they sent off too many verification codes to me i'm like i use them all motherfucker you know this from your system every single time you send me a code i put in the code in your system and you grab me access but then they they deemed it that they were sending me too many fucking codes so i had to wait three fucking days three fucking days where i couldn't do shit because i had too many fucking verifications verifications verification codes sent to me so now finally today the account gets unlocked um i i'm in and I'm trying to get the podcast set up through the RSS feed through SoundCloud. And for some reason, they were, having pro- they, they were having a problem with getting the picture from SoundCloud to load up into iTunes. And I'm just yeah. like, I've done everything I can to like appease them, but they will not take the photo that I've uploaded. And I've used every single possible combination of uploading this photo into SoundCloud. And I can't manually upload it into iTunes and have the RSS feed. So it's like, this is the same fucking stupid bullshit of why I hate Apple. It's because they're fucking form over function nonsense of where they don't actually sit down and think about what the user experience is. And it's just like, why are you making this so difficult to do like a basic function? You know, I know when I added our podcast to, to iTunes, like it, it wasn't that fucking hard. It was pretty much yeah. the RSS feed. You, you, you need, I don't even think you needed a fucking, like, I think you didn't have, you need, you did need to have an account just for them to verify, but like, it took me like, probably like a good, maybe 10 minutes to get that shit on there, and there was like no fucking issue, so, this whole, everything you're saying is just fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, Apple fucking, I'm not, I'm not Apple, I'm sorry, Amazon and Google, easy as fuck, I just spit out the, I didn't need an account or anything, I just gave them the RSS feed, oh, and then said, oh, well, we can see you already have an email account, you're good. They grabbed mm-hmm. all the fucking, all the metadata, all fucking uh, the media, all the pictures uploaded it is fine, but for some reason with Apple and their fucking walled garden nonsense, they, they want to make it more difficult with these really stringent things. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to give you your basic um, information, and you're not taking it. Like, if you want to go through the review process, that's fine. I get that. If you want to be more stringent on content, that's fine. But the basic information that we have on RSS feed. 
they should be able to take and not have some weird... This is also the weird thing, is that for the photo, for any podcast, it has to be... First of all, the, the actual icon is, it is usually small as fuck for most people. But you have to make this, this photo be uh, 1,400 by 1,400 and uh, 3,000 by 3,000 pixels, which is ridiculous. And then you have to have the photo be uh, below 500K. But it's like, if it's 13, uh, uh, sorry, it was 3,000 by 3,000, almost automatically it's going to be over that amount. So it's like, why would that even be a fucking, that's basically like, uh, it should be about uh, 700K for like most photos. So it's like, why is that even a a requirement? Like, it's so fucking dumb. They have idiots that are having these requirements made. And it's like, oh, well, it's for the render displays. Well, fuck your render display. Have some fucking pixels. I don't give a shit. Like, stop making it so I have to degrade my photo. First of all, I have to, like, enlarge it and then degrade it to, like, have it to submit it. And even now, they're still not taking the submission. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, fucking... I I, I feel your pain just because, like, you know, I've worked for Apple in previous roles. And, like, even for you... Even on your own fucking, on your work computer, you have to have an Apple account to be able to like download like software, even if it's freeware. But like my next company I work for, I had a, I got a new Mac and I it, we went to verify on the old Mac. I'm like, that Mac, I don't even own that Mac anymore. Like what the fuck? Like I didn't even know how to activate my, my new Mac just because of the, the fact that, you know, everything was linked to my old Mac, which wasn't mine. It wasn't my Mac, it was my company's Mac. So. Yeah, Apple shit is actually that's what that's what happened. So when they locked my account out for three fucking days, they're like, "Oh, just go on to any Apple device and and you know do these steps." Bitch, I don't have a fucking <laughs> app. I don't have an Apple device. So what do you? I guess I have to wait for three days. How ridiculous is that? Well, it was it also with the with sweetness, like her work gave her an iPhone, and for some reason it it updated itself, but got stuck. And it's like, oh, you know, to be able to solve this issue, connect me to a Mac. And it's like, okay, what if she didn't have a Mac? Like, you're, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, like, they, they assume that you're totally in their ecosystem. But I will yeah. never be Apple. This is another step away from you. This is why I never liked your products ever. And every single time I hit shit like this is why I will never, ever own one of your products. Ever. Sorry. I own your products once. I had a fucking uh, an iPod... Not shuffle, yeah. like the small. I had a small mini or something like that, for a little bit until the Zune HD came out, and then I was like, "Fuck this fucking Apple bullshit." But yeah, like they, their products are they're, they're horrible, and I, I I have no idea why people like them. Yeah, they look pretty, but they're fucking ridiculous. And overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. But definitely, hey, if you're listening like- to us on iTunes, because um, this is where the vast majority of most listens for podcasts go to. Thank you for buying their stupid ass products, <laughs> but listening to us. So, but definitely fuck Apple. God dang. Just blow them all up. Tim Cook about to show up at your house and be like, why would you like my product? Fuck Tim Cook too. <laughs> God dang. Gotta come look at right. some butts. Alright, uh, there's some stuff on here we should probably save for... Uh, well, no. Did everyone Whoa. watch the Yasuke anime? We haven't really talked about this. Yes, I watched yeah. the whole thing. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'm like, I've, I've only seen like maybe three episodes now. It's, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like, you know, there's fucking 
samurais and fucking mechs and magic and fucking all kind of crazy shit. It's just this this animation is all over the fucking place. Hmm. Well, but what's your guys' take on it? I mean, as far as like you know, it's not just samurai. Like it's not just you know urban like way way back in time samurai stuff like that. Like this shit's fucking crazy. Hmm. I don't know what's your guys' take on. So for me, I mean, I, it, I, I, it, I, I it was kind of yeah. He stepped away because, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was kind of off-putting for me because I didn't, I did not expect mechs. But when I got mechs, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh, there's mechs, but they're kind of cool. So it's kind of cool, like the mechs. There's like two type of mechs. There's mech that's robot mech, and I guess there's mechs that people can get into that they control which was interesting mm -hmm. and there's magic and there's like kind of i guess otherworldly creatures and it, it was and there's more than one type of magic because they had the astral plane and they had like the um like african like the shaman he had his own kind of magic mm -hmm. which he managed to blend later on with someone else's magic so i thought that was very very interesting um i've seen some complaints about the show but uh, i want to see what y'all thought if y'all finished it <laughs> i guess blue you have finished it what what the one funny thing uh, so i've been to japan and like when i was in japan i had like long hair and stuff and I, I there's one scene where like some like some of the japanese kids they see the black guy and they're like like why are, why are you so dark like why is your hair that way and blah 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 and it just took me back to that time because like my out the uh, i was dating a japanese girl at the time and I was hanging out with her friends and her kid, and her kid was like, like he never he he this kid never seen a black person be, in his life. He was looking at me. He was like in awe and amazed, and like he was like, he, I mean, he we were having a good time playing, like having fun, like joke, like I was playing with him and stuff like that. Like my Japanese was basically at the same level as his. But um, <laughs> like uh, he saw me as like another kid, and it was so funny because like I went to pick him up and pet him on my shoulders and he got so fucking scared because I, I was so fucking tall for him. He's like, oh, so high. And I, I don't want to sound like him, but I'm not gonna. He was like, oh my God, so high, pin me down, pin me down, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. I'm gonna be like, oh no, pin me down, pin me down. And I was like, that sounds fucking racist if I, if I did that. But no, he was like, pin me down, pin me down, I'm scared. So I pat him down. And like, I just thought it was funny, like this little kid, like, you know, he never seen somebody like me before, like, and that he, he just didn't know, like, he just thought I was a normal person. Just, I was, a, he thought I was a Japanese guy with a tan, basically. And I just had, like, <laughs> some, some cool, fucking, I had some cool long hair, basically, that wasn't like his, which was cool. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, there's that, there's that, just that one scene, I was like, that's fucking funny as hell to me. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, uh, Crunch. So, I think there was some, I saw something on, like, the, uh, Ijoban, it's the the black nerd group, mm -hmm. where somebody was saying that you know, oh, this is just a mediocre anime. I'm just like, okay. And he was complaining about it being mediocre. It doesn't care if it was you know a black director or you know he's basically saying fuck uh, Lashawn Thomas. Lashawn. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So first of all, like the person who posted that, he's probably seen worse anime than that by Japanese people. And he just didn't didn't comment at all. But I think the thing is that he was that it was somebody black making it. And he was just like, "Oh fuck that!" And don't get me wrong, 
Um, it's not the best anime, but I, if you expected Yasuke to be the best anime, then your expectations are like way too high. Um, to me, it was enjoyable. I, I, I like that LaShawn Thomas is, is going into that realm. Um, and he was saying that it was like the person that was commenting on it was like saying, you know, it's nothing new. It's, you know, but this is basically like a, a love letter to like Japanese anime. Like if you're my age and probably LaShawn Thomas's age, I'm pretty sure he's probably in his forties as well. Um, these are like throwbacks to things that we watched in anime and we enjoyed. And I, I thought I really liked it. The only thing, okay. I'll rewind a little bit. I really wanted it to be more of a uh, historical retelling of Yasuke because it was a real person. Yeah. So I really wish that it would be more historical. But they're going to make a movie about that apparently, like a live action movie mm-hmm. um, that will be a more of a historical retelling. So, that I mean, that that's fine. But that's one of my, my small complaints. But other than that, I really enjoyed like the throwback feeling of the anime. It felt like, to me, it was like watching an anime from like the late... 90s early 2000s style of anime which i'm always going to enjoy for nostalgia's sake so yeah i mean i i liked it was it the best anime no but didn't expect it to be i didn't expect uh lashawn thomas to be you know a shinchiro watanabe on his you know his second anim, anime he made another anime too didn't he uh his his own material cannon busters yeah cannon busters yeah, I'm not going to expect him to be, like, a top-notch, you know, anime, you know, creator, you know, this early on in his career. Um, it's not, his career's not early, but I'm just saying, going into that realm. Cannon Brothers was enjoyable as well, but it's also a throwback to the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. And that's something that we enjoy. It's it's like complaining about fucking uh, K-pop right now. Like, if you were Korean, be like, oh, you know, well, it's not the best fucking hip-hop. Not the best R and B, you know, because America does it better. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, no shit, America does hip hop and R and B better. We fucking made it, you know. So I think these people that are that are giving LaShawn Thomas shit about, you know, that it wasn't the best ever. It's like, if you expect it to be the best ever, like what the fuck? But also, I think LaShawn did a good job, you know, with the anime. So I enjoyed it. Well, you know, it, it's funny how you say that because, like. Uh... Cannon Buster gave me the the Cowboy Bebop feel, like it really had yeah, that, that yeah. style of animation. Whereas with uh, Yasuke, it's got that that Ninja Scroll feel to it, like the like that old school animation style. Like it's like Ninja Scroll or like uh, I can't think of other anime. There's, there's, it, it has that that old school like '90s maybe '80s anime feel to it, and I, that's the vibe. I mean, it's like a modern version of, of that style of anime, and that's the vibe I picked up from it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I I enjoyed it for the most part. I don't think it was. I definitely don't think it was the best anime that I've seen, but it's definitely enjoyable, and I'm a huge fan of. Uh, LaShawn Thomas, I mean, his work, uh, like when it says, I mean, I don't, this is probably like the summit of his work, you know, he's got a lot more stuff coming down that I'm looking forward to. I mean, he's got, I guess, Boondocks will be out next year. It's supposed to be out like right about now. I know he's working on that. He's probably working on more comics. He's probably got more shows that we don't even know about. And I'm looking forward to all this stuff. So, I mean... 
kudos to him for being able to make an anime off your own original content. I mean, who's able to say that for real? Like, I mean, but as far as Yasuke goes, I mean, it, it wasn't, it threw me for a loop with some of the stuff that's in it, but it was enjoyable enough for me to finish the series, at least the first season. Well, I, I will tell you one of my legit complaints about the show is Lakeith Stanfield's uh, voice acting was not great. Hmm. Yeah, that's understandable. So I'm I'm hearing the same sentiment like almost everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, uh, I think he's a good actor. Uh, I just don't get the direction that he was going with with the voice acting with this. Um, I still think he's a, he's a I still think he's a good actor. I think he's a good dude. Um, but yeah, I just I I, I'm, I wasn't feeling his voice acting. Just to be honest, it's a a minor complaint. But you know, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, what else we got? Should we wrap it on up? Yeah, yeah, we can wrap it. Well, actually, wait for Blue to come back, because that'd be kind of rude to, like, leave him without. You know? Wrap this without? Oh. Yeah, so let me ask I'd you, like, um, wh- where is, uh, where are you at with your uh, vaccine? Uh, I go for my second shot on Monday. Oh, um, shit. It did... It doesn't tell me a time on my card though, so I don't know if it's at any time. I gotta double check. Where where are you going to um, to get it? Uh, there's a hospital here in uh, Fremont. It's a uh, camp. A Washington hospital. Oh, okay. Hmm? No, okay, Washington. Okay. Yeah, it's literally very, 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 very close to where I live. So, um, I'm gonna be heading in there. Actually, the way they have it set up is actually really, really, really cool. Cause like. It was actually a little kind of scary a little because it was like uh, you, I set up an appointment and I guess they do walk-ins. But because I did an appointment, I went and they have these signs that say uh, COVID or testing. You know, you follow these signs. Right. And there's a security guard there. So I'm like walking up and I see the security guard. I'm like, OK, he's just going to be here. You know, <laughs> just being a regular security guard. You go, hey, excuse me, sir. And he just stopped. He's like, uh, what time's your appointment? I'm like, what? My appointment? He pulls out a clipboard and he has like all the times and names of people that are supposed to be there. So I gave him my name and he's like, oh yeah, you're right on time for your thing. So you go inside and like, it's like super like, um, like a clean room. Like everyone, all the nurses have like not only gloves, but they got like the feet booties on their shoes and stuff. And like, they have like an area where you can sit, where you're supposed to sit and wait for the first 15 minutes in case you have an allergic reaction so they have an area for you to sit there and they have numerous like nurses that'll administer the shot for you there and stuff i guess they have water in hand if i remember correctly but i i had brought my own drink so <clears throat> it's pretty interesting setup there and it's all set to go they have like literally maybe 25 30 people set up ready to go there and i guess in case you like kill over or your throat closes up or something they will be right on you like white on rice so. Yeah, I think it's a it's a really good uh, rollout. I, I gotta I gotta say though, so I know that there the federal mask mandate is going to is it has dropped. So there's there's no more federal mask mandate, and they're saying that you know with places you know if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a a mask you know in pretty much anywhere. Um, hmm. But there's a huge problem with that statement. Mm-hmm. Because how the fuck do you prove if somebody's vaccinated or not? Yep. Unless you have your card on you. It, they're not. Points. Nobody's fucking. There is no. I think it's this is really short-sighted by you know this administration of like just saying hey, 
You know, if you're vaccinated, then you know you're good. You can not wear a mask. But but having no system in place to actually enforce if you're vaccinated or not. Like, they, there's no check system, like, in place at all. Nobody's even talking about it. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, mm. somebody can just lie and say, oh, yeah, I'm vaccinated, and just, you know, just go about their day. And they're mm-hmm. all going to vaccinate each other. And it's just like... <sighs> I don't I don't want this shit to fucking keep mutating, and then I have to keep getting more shots while these dumbasses uh, keep not getting vaccinated, and I'm just trying to keep my family safe. And... It, <sighs> There needs to be, at some point in time, if this, I hope this doesn't happen, but this shit mutates here in America, because we've already got muta- like mutations here in America. We got some fucking crazy variant from, from the UK. There's a triple, a, triple, a triple mutation in India right now that is fucking running rampant, and that's going to reach here too as well. I hope that the vaccination that I have uh, is going to hold up to those new variants, but I don't fucking know. So, um, I'm going to keep wearing my mask in public places, um, for probably the next few months because of people that don't mm. want to get vaccinated because you're fucking stupid ass people. Uh, but I have some hope because there's been a conspiracy theory that people that are vaccinated are going to shed proteins from the vaccination. And so now people that are previously anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers, they're saying to put on a mask and social distance. Because people are shedding. I'm like, well, thank you. Okay, you're dumb, but definitely do it though. Like, put on a mask and stay the fuck away from me. If you're not vaccinated. There's an article I, I sent to the chat uh, in our group chat where um, there's a, a school, a private school out in Florida, where the oh, CEO yeah. of the of the school is saying that if you're a teacher and you're vaccinated, don't come to work. Like, we don't want you here. Like, she's basically telling people if you're vaccinated, we don't want you student whatever like because she, she believed that if you're vaccinated that if you come in contact with somebody who isn't vaccinated you're going to make them sterile like what the oh fuck? Like so she, I, I, I read so she sent out a notice and i read the notice uh to a bunch of friends yesterday so she believes that the vaccine is not fda approved she believes that the vaccine is is still like a an untested um medication and that if you were vaccinated before april 21st you can still come to work if you got vaccinated after april 21st you are not allowed to come back to work until after these clinical trials are finished because she considers the vaccination after that to be a clinical trial that they're not um FDA approved. Uh, she said that once the trials are over, you can come back if there is a um, a a space available for you. And this is for the staff. So basically, you can't basically you can't work there at this private school until these quote unquote clinical trials are finished. Uh, she also wrote out like something about the kids. Uh, I forgot that part, but I was just like, hold on. What is this chick talking about? She talks about like, oh, she talks about how um, the vaccinations disrupt uh, menstrual cycles. Mm -hmm. And uh, she talks about how the vaccine. um, I forgot the other part, but she was just going off on stuff that was unsubstantiated. And I was just like, well, what happens if 
you have teachers that are not vaccinated and you get a child that's potentially sick, they spread it to your, your staff and then it spreads to your staff like wildfire. Then you have no staff with a bunch of kids. You have to close your school because you yeah, want to yeah, not is, follow FDA stuff this or whole, follow the CDC. This whole like menstrual cycle thing is so fucking dumb. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this first because I'm a man, obviously. Um, I've never had a period in my fucking life. But, quick Google, and knowing a bunch of women in my life, if you get sick, it, it can disrupt your menstrual cycle. And when you get this vaccine, you get an immune response. And so, yes, it can disrupt your menstrual cycle. Like, what the fuck? But, so far, nobody's become sterile. Nobody has, that, that I know of, has become sterile. Nobody that I know of, like, in the various stories in the news have not been able to conceive a child after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. So this whole like disrupting menstrual cycle thing is so fucking stupid to me. And somebody that is leading a learning institution, right? Spinning out fucking total conspiracy nonsense. Um, is. I don't pull my kid out. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, yeah, I have. This isn't a school of learning. This whole COVID nineteen thing has been like a litmus test for like a, a for the world, and I think America is doing it very fucking poorly. And I, I don't like the. A lot of people that live here are just they're fucking stupid. You're just fucking stupid. You're so fucking stupid. You want to believe some goddamn uh, YouTube video? You know, by somebody that's not a fucking doctor, has no fucking background in, you know, anything science-based. Probably didn't, you know, probably didn't even go to college. Even though, you know, I didn't go to college either. Um, but I definitely can read the actual studies. The studies are out there. You can read them. And see how many folks have died after getting the vaccine from COVID-19. Um, it's incredibly low, if, if not anything. Like, as far as I've seen, it's been pretty negligible. People that have died from COVID nineteen, you know, after that, the actual um, side effects have been negligible. You know, for the most part, everybody that I've known and people that I've you know read about and various other in studies, even the most extreme uh, reactions have been mitigated. Like people that have had allergic reactions can be kind of bad, but the people that are, have a history of allergic, re allergic reactions, and that's why we all have to sit. You know, for like 15 minutes to 15 see if we have allergic reactions. So they're, they're doing the, the due diligence to mitigate this shit. And people are just so fucking dumb about it. Like, I don't understand how the fuck you can be so stupid in fucking 2021. You have the world's combined knowledge at the palm of your hands in your goddamn cell phone. And you still believe in shit like protein shedding. If you yeah, really believe in so protein shedding from a vaccine, what is stopping them from doing that in any fucking shot that you that are ever given ever? If, if people wanted to make us all sterile from a shot through quote-unquote protein shedding, what has ever stopped them to do that before? What? Dude, it, it could be a fucking, like, Tylenol, Advil, yeah. fucking your soda that you get from fucking McDonald's. <laughs> it's that fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the, with the CDC saying that, like, yeah, it's okay to go maskless if you're vaccinated, I don't think that was a good call on their part. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. should... I think I think we should still wear masks for a couple of more months, just so 
you know, we, we got to get the numbers like really, really down. And then once again, there's, there's a different fucking variants that are out there that are, that's fucking running rapid. And like Corona said, like, we don't know if this, cause the vaccine isn't a goddamn cure. It basically just, it makes the symptoms minor if you do get COVID. So I don't know if, I, I think the test says that you, you're less contagious. But still, again, you're fucking contagious, so you can get COVID and bring it home to somebody who is not vac- vaccinated, and they get sick and fucking end up dying. So it's 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 fucking it's it's a hard it's, it's a weird hard random fucking time right now. Sorry, oh, I, yeah, I just yeah, hold yeah. on real quick. I just looked it up because I was like, well, how many actual Americans are fully vaccinated? It's thirty-seven point nine percent today are fully vaccinated. We're just saying, oh yeah, we're good. Like, what the fuck? At 30, uh, not even fucking 40, not even half of the people in America are fully vaccinated. And we're just, we're calling it good. Like, don't, you don't have to wear a mask. I I think it's, I'm going to be safe and wear my mask. And if somebody comments on my mask, um, you might have a fucking bad day. Because I'm not dealing with your fucking stupid bullshit. I'm not. Yeah. What, I'm not going to comment on what the fuck you decide to wear every day. All right. So don't comment on what I decide to wear on my face. You can go fuck yourself. And, and let me dare you fucking cough on me. Like, holy shit, you're going to... Uh, that's get assault. Yeah, that's if, assault. Yeah, if you cough on me, you got to get fucking choked out. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But... It, it, it's really crazy because, like... Uh, oh, God, where the fuck was I? Uh, we were, I was picking up food from a place nearby over in Castro Valley. And, like, it's... This guy wasn't wearing a mask, and I want, I want, like, usually when I see somebody who's not wearing a mask, I'll tap my nose, but like, like I have my mask on, I'll tap my nose, so hopefully you get the fucking information, like, hey, like, either you pull up your mask, it's not covering your nose, or like, hey, like, where the fuck's your mask? And I, some people usually will put up their, ma- their mask, but they don't realize that it fell off or whatever. But like, this guy had that audacity yelling at a fucking staff member, for, and, and I want to go into this too about like, you know, people not returning to restaurants, like, doing this fucking low-end fucking job, basically. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, this guy didn't have a fucking mask on, and it's like, okay, either this asshole is, he's vaccinated, and he doesn't give a fuck anymore, or he just, he, he, he doesn't give a, like, he's not vaccinated, he doesn't give a fuck, he's like, what's he gonna do, like, like this? Actually, wait, sorry, why didn't it take a little bit? So when the CDC, this is, this is one thing that bugged the shit out of me when I heard about this, but when the CDC announced that, like, it's okay for you not to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, and, like, they show, like, clips from Congress like people in, um, I don't know if it's the Senate or whatever, but like it's the same. It's the it's the same as uh, AOC, wherever she, wherever she's in. But like one guy got up to the podium was like, the CDC said we need to wear masks, so I I vote that we all take off our masks right now, right now inside the fucking building. And then there was like a montage. There was like a they made a fucking video of how like you know what you can do with your mask now that you don't have to wear. Like it's like oh you can use your mask to shine your shoes. Or I can use it to like fit all around your cold drink so you don't get like the water dripping on your hand. It's like, you're, like there's people having fucking mask burning parties. It's like, are you fucking serious? We're not. It's there not yet. done. Yeah, it's not. It's not done. Like you, you we listen. We called it done in April of last year. Remember that shit? Oh, it's gonna be done before uh, fucking Easter. Easter. Like, it'll be all go away yeah. magically. It all go away magically. Remember that shit? Remember when he fucking said that shit? And what happened? It'll be over before summer. Yeah, so let's not make the same mistake as the, the previous dumbass fucking president and call this early. I would most definitely err on the side of caution than trying to get everything open too soon. So, yeah. you know, 
I mean, opening things is fine. I mean, I, I understand things, business, businesses need to be open. But, I mean, definitely staying safe with, by wearing a mask. Like, I don't understand why, why you're rushing to uh, to repeal that. It just it doesn't make any sense to me to, to keep people. It's like... It, it's like saying that, well, I guess, you know, car accidents are down, so let's not wear seatbelts anymore. Like, yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. But it's, it's, oh God, it's, it's so hard because like right now, like the Sweden side, we have a new, a newborn and we want, we want to be able to have like family members over and stuff like that. And uh, oh God, my mom, like, like my mom's taking it serious. Like my mom came over to drop off some clothes for a uh, little baby bash. And I was like, mom, you know, you can come in like, cause she's, she's got her COVID shot, but she has, she doesn't have a Tdap shot, which is like one of the requirements. It's not a requirement for for people to see a baby, but like it's very helpful because like you know babies can get like a whooping cough and this and that and this and that. And my mom, but she's like, no, no, just you know show me a baby through the window. Like my mom didn't want to come in. She was like, no, I don't want to expose the baby and blah blah. Wait till I get all my vaccinations and because she wants to hold her grandkids. She's got a bunch of grandkids, so this isn't like her first, but it's my first for her. So anyway, but like um, like uh, I, don't, I hope she's not nearby, but like. The Sweeney's family? No, no, like, no joke. Like, they cut. Look. God. <laughs> you, don't gotta, you don't gotta say it if you don't want to, man. It's all good. And this, it's on the internet. It'll last forever. So. But no, it's just like, I, I kind of, like, uh, they're having a party this weekend with family members from out of town. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, guess what? You're not gonna see your grandkids for a little bit because, uh, we're not. That's just not coming. It's not coming down my coming to my my fucking house. But it's like you just gotta be that way. Like I gotta you gotta protect yours, basically. Hey, I I'm not, I'm not no, I I don't even know if I said it on the podcast, but I do the same thing about with yeah. my oldest daughter. Like yeah. she doesn't want to get the vaccine. She's 18 now. I'm like, okay, this is an adult decision that you made. Um, if you don't want to get the vaccine because you don't feel comfortable, I'm not gonna argue with you. It's fine, you know, but you you can't come here until this is all over until this is all over then you know i I, you know i can't take the even though i'm vaccinated but you know my kid's not you know the people around us are not you got to you you have to take a plane to get here um you know i'm sorry you can't we're going to like be separated for a while until either you get the vaccine or this is like done with which it's going to be at least six more months in my mind probably more than a year and it's just yeah. like if that's the decision you want to make, that's an adult decision. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad. I'm not gonna yell at you. You're an adult. It's the decision you're gonna make. So welcome to adulthood. So yeah, I can believe that's an adult. Right? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, it, it is weird that yeah. I, yeah that I have an adult kid. <laughs> I, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Oh, that's right. But like, um, you're talking about about workers returning to work and how restaurants are like people aren't people don't want to work. Basically. We talked. We talked about this. I think in our private chat. Yeah. Uh, I we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but speak on it. Speak on it. But yeah, a lot of um, a lot of restaurants and businesses are talking about how like a lot of people aren't willing to come to work. Like they're saying that you know they're putting out they're putting warning ads and this and that out there. But like people like there's a shortage on a lot of it. Seems to be mainly restaurants. Like I see a lot of the like the news covering. Uh, like restaurants not having like bartenders or server coming back. And it's like, 
Why would why would you want to come back? Like you're dealing with fucking shitty ass people, and like like even for like essential workers who like people at like grocery stores, like stuff like that. Like they were treated pretty shitly, shitty. Like why would you want to come back to that environment? Like you having people not wearing a mask. Like you know if you ask them to put a mask on, I'm mean, pretty sure you're gonna get fucking backlash and this and that. Like why would you come to that much fucking hate? And plus people are. <clears throat> A lot of a lot of companies are saying like, oh, it's because the unemployment rate, like the money that they're giving you is too fucking high. So like, why would they come back? But like, a lot of people, they took this opportunity to like learn a new skill. Like people are working in like construction. They took courses, so they're like in like computer stuff. Like they actually improve your life. <clears throat> um, but yeah, what's your? I mean, like I think I saw like the one ad where like a company brought in like mechanical robots to flip fucking burgers. That just shows you how like this company doesn't give a fuck about their employees. And that, like one example, like they don't care about their employees is that they let y'all guys all fucking go. Like when they they didn't have the money to pay you, they were like, okay, look, uh, no, sorry, they, we're not gonna pay. Oh, I'm gonna go deep. I they they uh, had they had shit. the money. Well, no, that's what I was gonna say. Like they they said they didn't have the money, but and they end up letting everybody go, and then they have these these PPE loans and shit like that and didn't even use it for the employees. They just used it for for their own Corp- shit, basically. Corporate, so bonuses mm-hmm. and whatever other frivolous spending that they were doing. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me, uh, I'll talk about it. So, yeah, all those companies that are complaining about, you know, and, you know, small businesses that are complaining about people not wanting to come back to work. Um, you know what? Fuck you. Because you're the same people that decided to take these PPP loans that were stolen from the American tax dollars and they were supposed to be used to keep your employers, keep your employees paid during the pandemic. You took that money and you spent it on something else. You didn't keep your employees employed. You fired them and you pocketed the money. So fuck you, first of all. All right. You're not getting any sympathy from me. This is capitalism at work. You're you are trying to pay these workers poverty wages again, and they are already living um, at poverty levels. They're getting you know enhanced unemployment, which is getting them by. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to convince uh, a worker that you fired to come back and work for you when they know that you are given money to keep them employed and you didn't do it? You pocketed the money, and now you want them back. And now you're complaining that they're not coming back. Fuck that. Let me lay it out even better for you because I did a podcast about this um, actually on Balance Exchange. So I'll bring part of my little presentation into this because it's fucking bullshit. Uh, Let me see if I can pull it up. Here we go. If y'all can see this. uh, My photo. Do you guys see the photo? It's going to pull up right now. Uh, Yes. Okay, so I'll pull it up for the people that are watching the podcast. Uh, there oh, we you go. got, got pinpoint, a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, yeah, PowerPoint. Yes. So this is actually from an NPR. It's a breakdown of the first CARES Act um, of the, the stimulus package that we got, the first one. And it was a $2 trillion package, and this breaks down where, where all the money went. If you notice, the individuals, it's $560 billion estimated. Seems like a lot, right? Big corporations got, you know, $500 billion. Um, which is a lot of money. Small businesses, small businesses got you know three hundred and thirty-seven billion dollars. Um, 
yeah, let me break down how this is all fucked up. So the reason why this is all fucked up is because total taxes, I'm sorry, corporate income taxes collected in 2019 amounted to $230.2 billion. That's how much they collected in 2019 for all corporate income taxes. They collected $230.2 billion. Total taxes collected in 2019 was three point four six trillion dollars do you see the problem here the rest of that money over three trillion dollars from the taxpayers were paid into our tax system um not even fucking 10 percent of that if i'm doing my math right was paid into by corporations and they reaped more than almost half if you look at businesses and big corporations i'm sorry small businesses and big corporations combined, if you put them all together, they gave them more money than they gave to the people. Vastly more than they gave to the people. So fuck all you people that want to talk about how, you know, oh, well, people don't want to work no more. And they, you know, they don't want to do this and that. They, they fucking gave you money to keep them employed and you didn't do it. They gave you way more than, than they gave the people and you didn't do it. So what the fuck? Like, this is a huge issue here, and I hope that this is, like, a, a, a start to, like, a, a revolution in um, in workers' rights, because this is fucking wrong. Like, if you look at, I'll give you a, a good example, it's probably, like, the best example, is if you, people want to talk about, oh, well, if, if we raise wages for, you know, workers in America, it's, it's going to raise um, the prices of goods. No, the fuck it's not. It's not, Okay. So if you look at McDonald's, uh, McDonald's pays basically minimum wage for the vast majority, not the vast majority, for like their, their basic workers, right? The people that are coming there as new workers, new employees, they're learning basic skills. And I get that. Like, I understand that corporations have to, they have to pocket, they have to pay a certain amount of money to train, to train these people. But these are also corporations that pull profits, which is also wage theft. So when you talk about uh, a place like McDonald's paying minimum wage to people with no benefits uh, as they're pulling profits and people in America are like, oh, well, you know, it's going to raise the prices of, of all goods if, if, if we uh, up their wages. Look at Denmark. In Denmark, they pay at McDonald's, the minimum wage worker, $22, American dollars, an hour. Plus six weeks time off. And if you're over the age of 20, they pay you get a pension. The average cost of a Big Mac in Denmark is less than that of a Big Mac in America by American dollars. It's a fucking bullshit lie that we are fed um, all throughout, you know, America. That if you raise the minimum wage, it will um, raise the cost of everything. I thought that too. I previously didn't think that until I did the fucking research. Yeah. It's total bullshit. These corporations are profiting off of your labor immensely. And the fact that they're feeding you this bullshit of, oh, we can't afford it or we have to... No, just take it out of your fucking profits. Or actually, or have the government um, step in and be like, hey, listen, this is the minimum standard that we're going to have for our citizens. You're no longer going to pay our citizens poverty wages. And if you do, then uh, you're going to hit significant penalties. Or it's going to be illegal. So... If they can do it in other countries, and it's, it's the same fucking company, McDonald's, how in Denmark, 
they pay them livable wages, but in America, they pay us poverty wages for the same fucking job. It's nonsense. Stop believing in that bullshit. What's, what's really crazy is that um, so, uh, the information I'm getting from is from uh, some of the news information I, I found, but like, there's companies out there to try to entice people to come back. They're actually offering them 401ks, health benefits. Like, they're actually giving them what people fucking need to survive. Like, they could have done it the whole time. Health. Yeah, something that they could have done the whole fucking time. Like, they're, it's like, okay, you could have, I could have been, I could have been working at McDonald's putting fucking burgers and get a 401k and fucking health plan set up and, and pay time off too. Because I don't think a lot of companies even offer that if you're fucking, if you're not full time, if you're not, management or assistant managers like if you're just like a, a line cook or whatever you don't get those fucking benefits but like it's 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 this this pandemic has opened people's eyes to like corporations just basically fucking using and abusing their employees and and a lot of employees don't want to fucking come back to that shit like i, I mentioned how like some people are learning new skill sets like the whole pandemic the shutdown and like the ability to this kind of uh, played along with um, with what um, uh, what's the guy's name? Who's the guy that was running for president that you were rooting for? Andrew Yang. Yeah, UBI. Yeah, Andrew Yang. Like he wanted to give everybody a thousand dollars a month, or was it was yeah, thousand or one thousand? Thousand dollars a month. Thousand. Yeah, a thousand dollars a month, which would help people. Like it. it, it uh, I can't jump around here, but like that. It's funny because like there was a study that was done that showed like people did not like you would think people use that thousand dollars to buy drugs and alcohol and this and that. No. People use that money to better their life and they, they paid their bills, they like got ahead, their life had improved by using that, that extra thousand dollars and like a lot of people learn new skill sets. And that's that's kind of what we see with the whole pandemic with everybody getting extra money with their unemployment. Is that they took that money and they, they learned new skill sets. Like a lot of people who was waiters and waitresses learn how to do construction and they're in the construction industry now and like you know they're getting like a help better how better health benefit better pay they're doing well for their family and like it's just it's just it's just sad how these these corporations just take advantage of their employees and and they could have been helping us out from the get-go yeah and, and when we say taking advantage it's to the extreme like these companies are pulling down billions if not trillions of dollars in profit and this is all wage theft. It's all fucking wage theft. Anytime you see uh, a CEO getting a bonus, like a, a million dollar bonus, while they're laying people off, that's extreme wage theft. Like I would say, sorry, uh, the number one. I, I would say one of the biggest persons that does this is it's just Jeff Bezos. Well, he's not the CEO anymore, but yeah, I mean, he is still in the same vein. Yeah, I mean, like he's pulling down um, a shitload of profit. Um, and he's paying his workers, like his basic workers, basically nothing. But I understand, like, his whole premise of it. People should not be working these jobs. But knowing that, you should give them extra benefits to work these jobs. Like, stop making them shit in fucking bags when they're delivering fucking, uh, boxes to people. Like, seriously, like, don't work them like robots. They're human beings. Like, if you want to get to the whole robots delivering, you know, goods... Fine. Like, I'm for that. I don't think that people should be doing these jobs. But you currently don't have robots that can do that. So treat the human beings like human beings and not like fucking robots. And then having them have little to no benefits while doing these extremely difficult jobs. You know, like, it, it's wrong. Yeah, the whole Amazon and people pooping and peeing and fucking... Like, I guess there's been a couple of people who, like, 
said that the Amazon people pooped in her yard and something like that. It's like, with the whole pandemic, everything's fucking closed. Like, where the fuck are they supposed to go to the bathroom? And it's fucking sad that, like, they have to resort to either pooping and peeing into, like, a bucket or a bag and just fucking throw that shit away or whatever. I mean, honestly, oh, if, if Amazon was smart, man. they would have just opened up fucking... Uh, they would have just built bathrooms in certain areas to look for their employees to go to like use the bathrooms when they're out in the field. Like it's a very, you- I'm not the fucking smartest guy in the world, but I'm also not a fucking idiot. Like if I knew that I live like in a city that you know, and I'm a, and I'm a tech guy because I'm a tech guy, and I knew that we're there, my employees were delivering packages. First of all, I pay them a fair wage. I make sure they have benefits. And then second of all, I knew if they were out in the field. To, and, and they were complaining about, you know, hey, I've got nowhere to use the bathroom. Then I'll build the fucking bathrooms. Like, in strategic areas, like, where their routes are. Like, hey, if you guys have to use the bathroom, they're, these are going to be, I'm going to build these. There'll be private bathrooms just for Amazon employees. You use, you know, your smartphone or whatever the fuck you need to, to get into these facilities to use the goddamn bathroom. It's not hard. I could build it. Like, seriously. Like- they could. I mean, it's fucking Amazon. I can. I can Google right now, like a, like a camping fucking toilet, and you can, you can have this shit delivered right now. Like they could do that. Like they can have like a little. I mean, because it's usually just a driver in there. So the passenger side, that could be like a little quick, like a little break room, bathroom, something. Like give them some fucking area to go and with some dignity. Or just basically. Or you could just pay. You know, certain corporations. You know. Um, like McDonald's or Starbucks or, you know, places that have, you know, multiple spots all around the country, you would just, you know, pay them extra um, to make sure that your employees had a place to use the bathroom with no question. Yeah. So you could just walk in, like, whatever the overhead is, it's, it's worth the cost for basic human decency to pay, you know, another corporation a couple of thousand dollars, you know, or whatever, how much it would cost. It would be well worth it to be like, hey, listen... My employees have a need to use the restroom. You have a bunch of, you know, facilities with restrooms all across the country. Let's come to an agreement where I'm paying you to not question my employees to use your restrooms. How hard is that for human decency? Hmm. You know, one thing I kind of want to bring up. So, um, like, I've been doing contracting work. Not like contracting, like construction contracting, but like, you know, here, I live here in the Bay Area where like a lot of things tech companies, they hire contractors to do certain roles and this and that. And it kind of fucking sucks because <clears throat> like these big corporations, they have like amazing benefits for their full-time employees. But these contractors, like we get whatever benefits that the contracting companies that we work for gives us. So like, you know, uh, like for example, like I think I want to say Netflix, for example, they give their employees like full health benefits, no, no charge. You get unlimited pay time off, blah, 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 blah. But if you're a contractor, you'd be lucky if you get fucking holiday pay. You'd be lucky if you get fucking sick pay. I think right now in California, like, it, it's required for you at least have, like, three fucking days sick pay. And that's with a fucking doctor's note. Like, that's some fucking bullshit. Like, I feel like contracting companies should offer the same benefits that the corporation that you're working for offers. I mean, like, it's... It's kind of cool because the company I work for now kind of do do that to, yeah. a, to a degree, it's, but it's like it's so. I mean, it's 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 basically a loophole for these corporations. No, I mean it really is, and to be honest, I mean you know me, man. I, I was a contractor for about ten years, 
Yeah. But it was for me, it was lucrative, like high, highly lucrative. But the company I worked for was a really good company. Um, I, I don't even know if they're even still around any, anymore, but they were really good at like the way they treated their um, their workers. And even knowing that they they profited heavily off of like what I did, they still treated me right. You know, yeah. they, I, I had full benefits as a contractor. I had time off. Um, I worked basically when I was not a resident for another, you know, entity. I worked about two and a half weeks out of the month with full benefits, and it, and it was great. But yeah, I think there are a lot of shady contracting companies out there that are not going to pay their workers, you know, their their fair rate, and just kind of fuck them over. And you know, there, there's nothing in America, like in the laws, that are, that's going to stop that. They're like the workers' rights thing, like. When it comes to workers' rights, I think that too many Americans have to fall on to uh, unions. And I think that unions, they're not great either. Like, people want to talk about unions like they're some altruistic fucking entity. They're not. If they were, they wouldn't take your fucking money. That's for real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I never understood why. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a union guy, blah, 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 blah. But they're, they're taking your money. That's your, that's your work. It's your work that you're doing. They're taking a cut of. For them to fight for you for something that you could probably do yourself, but it would take some more time. Like, it's just... I used to be in a union when I worked for UPS. And I paid union dues. And I'm just like, what if I don't want to pay union dues? Well, I wouldn't have the job. So it's like, so this is a walled garden. Like, you're basically doing the corporate thing while saying that you're against, you know, corporate things and you're all for workers' rights, but if I don't sign up to, for your program working for this job, I don't have a job, and I have to pay you. So it's like, you're just the, you're basically the same sort of pimp. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know that people that are listening to this that are in union jobs, you're probably pissed. I don't give a fuck. I don't, you know, what I said is, is valid. If you have an argument against it, go ahead and say it, but they take your money. You know, to to advocate, I understand they're advocating for you, but you can also adv advocate for yourself. I mean, you can. I understand in certain industries it's harder, but I mean, they're they're not altruistic. They're taking your money and they're making a profit off of it. They're they're doing things with your money off of your work, um, and it's it's fucked up. And I, I wish that unions didn't have to exist. I wish that you know corporations in general would just pay a fair wage. So I, I gave my spiel against you know unions, but also I gave my spiel against fucking corporations and wage theft. So don't think of me as like some fucking corporate chill. Like I I understand both sides of the argument. Yeah, man. All right. Well, that, that was, was our BZNIT BZNIT BZNBTI spiel on wages and capitalism in yeah. That was our so our soapbox. Sorry. So boxing for the night. All let's right. Let's wrap it up before wrap I get it angry. On up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blue, what you doing this weekend? What you jerking off to? Watching, listening? What you got? Um, so actually tomorrow, uh, tomorrow and Friday, we're actually getting our windows replaced in my house. <clears throat> oh, shit. 1950s era fucking windows, thin-ass windows. Yeah, we got we got thin-ass fucking windows. Like, they're, they're aluminum frame. Like, yeah, if I can open up this podcast. Like... Like, they're aluminum frame windows, and they're only one fucking pane. So, like, you know, the elements from outside comes in. And having a curtain kind of helps that dampers it. But, um, yeah, we're upgrading to some um, some dual-pane windows. Um, 
it, it's kind of it's it kind of sucks just because right now we have casement windows and case, what casement windows are they're the ones with the little crank where you can turn it and it opens up the windows and uh <clears throat> i love them because you there's two of them there's two of them like one there's one on one side and one on the other and you can open them up whatever but our house was built in 1947, I think. No Nin shit. Maybe 1949. 1949. And back then, the, like, uh, what is it called? The construction laws or whatever was different. So now these windows are too small. So if there was a fire, you couldn't escape through it. A full-size adult couldn't escape through the windows. So they had to be bigger. That's when you throw and a full-size adult through it first. Exactly right. Like, it's just, <laughs> it, I want I want to quote Mitch Hedberg. If there's a fire, I just I am never. If you're, if there's a fire, I'm never standing in front of an emergency. I'm never blocking an emergency exit. Yeah. Basically, <clears throat> if there's a well, there's a way. But you know, it's cold, it's building code. That's what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. But uh, so yeah, we're we're changing our windows to sliding windows. But um, yeah, so that's happening tomorrow and maybe Friday. Um. I, I did a quick little one month or two month photo shoot with my kid, so I have to edit those photos. I'm working on that as well. Um, oh, what else is going on this weekend? I, that's that's pretty much it. Just fucking chilling. I, I was going to pick up internals, but after what Carlos has have, have talked about, I'm like, I don't want to play a game that doesn't fucking save. But then again, I, yeah. I got they might I patch it. They, they might patch it, but you know, I was I was just checking the uh the windows in, in the infinity base and yeah they are double pane and this they're, yeah. they're they're fucking shed windows <laughs> like like i said this house was built in 1949 so they're they have the original fucking windows so eventually we're upgrading our shit so Sorry hopefully the they, they, i hope they're not i did i did a quick lead test on the fucking paint on our house and it didn't it didn't have it didn't show any lead so hopefully that's the case for the next our next step for our house is either redo our roof uh, or repaint it. But, um, oh, yeah, but, oh, God, what else? I can't even tell something else I'm supposed to do this weekend, but I just can't fucking remember. I will get it. I got to work on I just, I think, so, like, I started my own photography business, and I've been kind of slacking on getting that done, but, like, my Google usually gives me a monthly algorithm of how many people go to my site. And I would, like, about 200 people a month go to my website regarding pictures. If I can get, like, a quarter of those people and charge them, like, I don't know, maybe a thousand dollars, man, that's a lot of fucking, that's, that's a lot of money, but that's, like, that's fucking, that's money I could be fucking making, but I really need to get on my own back, on my photography game. It's been really hard with the whole pandemic and everything, but, um, yeah, I, that's, I, that's pretty much it. Hmm? Which got cracking, Ninja? Uh, for me, I'm just gonna be <clears throat> chilling. I'm gonna be prepping for my second um, COVID shot, so I got me my Pedialyte ready. I'm gonna probably get me some soup because I which, expect to be. Which uh, vaccine did you? Did, what, what vaccine was your first one? Or oh, I got Pfizer. Okay, I got yeah. Pfizer, so I'm it's continuing with it. Going back to the same facility. I'm going on Monday, so I'm stocking up on like. Lots of liquid. I got water ready. I got maybe a little bit of some hot apple cider, some Pedialyte. So uh, I'm probably going to get me some soup. So I'll be ready. I'm planning on being out of commission for maybe two days at most. Maybe probably just one, some little side effects, and then back to it. Um, for the next couple days, we didn't talk about it, but Army of the Dead. 
mm. is out on Friday. I'm watching yeah. that probably uh, tomorrow night at 12.01 when I get home from work or whatnot. Um, I'm probably going to check out the Modak like we talked about, so we can hopefully talk about it next week a little bit. It's only I'm pretty sure they're only half an hour episodes. I didn't double check. Um, I'm playing Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition. I didn't talk about it tonight. I'm still on the first game because it's all three, and they're pretty fucking long games, which I forgot about, especially if you're doing everything. What kind of play doing... you playing at? What I'm, pl- you playing I'm playing at on the Xbox, okay. or Xbox One, because I, I don't think there's a PS5 or Series X version of the game, even though the Series X plays Xbox One. Um, there's also a copy. There's also a version on the PC. Um, the PC version actually has slightly different mechanics to it, which I'll probably talk about next week. What are you talking about? Um, uh, Mass Effect: The Legendary Edition. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm. I've been. I was playing that before the podcast, actually. But I'm probably going to be playing more. Um, I've been playing Destiny. Uh, Destiny Two. Uh, their new of new season just started. Um, it's ten bucks per season. I'm debating about doing it because we have a lot of people. Um, the very popular Vault of Glass will be dropping on Saturday. So I know a lot of people are excited. I know a lot of people that do not have the pass because the, the vault will be open for any Destiny player. So I know a lot of people are probably going to be coming back just to play it. So it's probably going to be interesting um, to see who comes back. And it's going to be interesting to see what kind of changes they made for Destiny 2 because there's going to be a lot of popular weapons coming out of that raid. So I'm going to try to maybe at least once try to attempt the raid um, probably sometime this weekend. And that's kind of about it. I don't think if I have Destiny 2. So I remember playing one for sure. Uh, it's, free, it's free to play. And if you have it on the Xbox, all the DLC is on Game Pass. So you can literally play the entire game for like a buck. Oh, one thing I'm doing this weekend is uh, I got to clean out my fucking garage because I need to make some fucking room for, for stuff. There you go. Yeah. Cronus, what you got? Uh, Not much. What am I doing this weekend? I think Kimex getting her haircut this weekend, which is going to be great. She hasn't had her hair. Oh, got- you know what? I haven't really seen Kmax, so did she grow her hair, <laughs> her hair out? Her hair is long. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's not as long as like when we first met, but it's long. It's the longest it's ever been in the past, like probably five, maybe six years, maybe more than that. <laughs> so okay, it's crazy long. Yeah, so that means it's long. Yeah. and yeah, she has okay. been able to dye it and stuff like that. So, so yeah, uh, she's gonna get it. I think cut this weekend. I'm gonna go out to uh, her. I don't want to say. Well, she's her friend, but she's also like a hairstylist. Um, mm. But she has like a fucking farm and okay so I, i've always wanted to go out there so i guess we're, we're gonna go out finally i'm gonna go out uh this weekend hang out with uh with their family uh we also invited her hairstylist even though she, i don't want to call her hairstylist we're friends like we know each other since yeah. high school actually blue knows her too we went went to uh one of the proms in high school with her um but she's married now has kids um and her and her husband came out to k-max super late birthday party we ran out of, ran out of theater. Uh, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before that. Had a lot of fun. We'll we'll do it again. Um, that was cool. 
But yeah, right. yeah, that's, you know what I'm talking about, right? That sounds hella fun. You gonna ride a horse? <laughs> I don't know if you got goats and shit, so maybe I'll pet a goat. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, goats are goats are kind of assholes though. They will try to like ram you for no reason. I'll ride them back. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, you're talking about Nicole, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Cam yeah, gonna get her haircut. I'm pretty sure this weekend. So I'm gonna go out to okay. to her, you know Nicole's ranch and uh, and hang out. Oh man, I'm jealous. I like to go to ranch. <laughs> so it's it's funny during the pandemic, um, I I cut the sweetest hair. I, I mentioned it on a podcast before, and I I did a pretty good job. But she went to a hairstylist, and he didn't say anything bad about her haircut. So even there if he didn't fucking go. care, because he had fucking cut a customer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, probably charge hair, charge the extra. It, it's yeah, it's skill set. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy thing. Ask our friend Lola. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. We fucked her hair up, but it's all good. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just blew out my uh, my black and black Tom Infinity candle, and like, it just just the smell of it just takes me back to being a kid again. Like just going <laughs> to my auntie's house and just that her, the smell of her of her goddamn house is just ridiculous. Oh, it's so funny. So um, this is something I actually sh- told Kmac, but she she doesn't do it. Um, so with when you get EBG candles, I don't know if they probably realize this because they make the fucking candles, but. When you get their candles, if you're if it's lit like it's lit right now, you don't have to just blow it out. So mm-hmm. the easiest thing yeah. to do is just take the fucking top. Oh, cover it! Yeah, and just put it just on kills and just watch as it goes out, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't yeah. want to like blow it out and smell the smoke, you just fucking put the top on. <laughs> so, okay. but, no, no, no! I, I'm not judging blue because some people like the no. smell of like the candle going out. But if you don't like the smell yeah, of the yeah. candle going out, put the top back on. I get it. Yeah, uh, I think I'm almost out of my first candle, but uh, yeah. Are, are you working so, tomorrow, Old Ninja? I am. What's but, up? But uh, I will. I will do what we discussed probably this weekend because last weekend was my birthday weekend, and a lot of things got all kind of out of whack. Okay. Well, Wait, how was your birthday? How was your birthday? My birthday was funny. I got a lot more gifts than uh, I thought I was going to get, and I got a new gaming chair, so nice. I got to put it together tomorrow. Uh, so. I was gonna ask you if it's the white one you're on, but I think it was something else I, I was watching that somebody had a white chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a black and blue chair. It's actually pretty awesome. So I, I'm gonna I gotta put it together tomorrow and then uh but yeah. And I got a bunch of other stuff. I oh actually I gotta show this because this this is actually pretty tough. Um so I got like a cause I've been drinking kind of a lot of whiskeys through the past year and a half. And mm-hmm. I got this for my birthday. If you can see, this is a stormtrooper. Like <laughs> nice. Yeah, a stormtrooper whiskey set. Nice. So it comes, yeah, it's a decanter. Sorry, whiskey decanter. So it comes with two glasses and like a, a the stormtrooper like whiskey holder. You just pour the whiskey in. It. But this is this is actually pretty awesome. It's a little heavier than I anticipated, but um, I'm looking for a place to store this in the house. But I'm very very excited about this. This is an awesome gift. That's pretty dope. It's, so it's funny, when Lucinda uh, and I went to Hawaii, she got me this, we went to this rum spot called, um, I want to say it's called, it's not called Kaloa, because that's a different thing. But uh, anyway, there's this, this rum place, and she got me this cool, like, like rum glass set, and it comes with these little ice spears that you can fill with water and just make the spears. And, oh, like, shit. I pet the ice spear, like, the spear the made an ice cube, and I pet it in the glass, and it has, like, a little divot in the middle so you can roll the drink around. And I, I fucking had a drink in there. I rolled it around, and the, the, the ice cracked the glass. 
Oh, oh shit. Jesus. I, I rolled it either I rolled it around too hard or this was the cheapest fucking glass. I, I it, the glass was pretty fucking thin, so I should have known this was gonna happen. But I literally rolled it around and it cracked the glass. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what cheap shit is this? But uh, yeah, I just it, I just had to throw it out there. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this shit up because it's late. <laughs> All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity, the dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with B's and BTI. That's uh, B. T-H-A-N-B-C-I, anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash B-Z-N-B-T-I. You can email us at B-Z-N-B-T-I at gmail.com and uh, you can join our Discord. Uh, You can email us, ask if we can get into the Discord. Um, If you're cool, we know you or you've been very into interacted with us you i'm pretty sure most of the people that are pretty interactive with us are already on the discord if you've been listening for a while if you're new hit us up if you want to join the discord let us know email us ask us to get in um we'll see what's up uh we're also on twitch um there's actually i think one episode of our podcast on twitch if you can find it pretty sure but yeah there you go i should i should try switching our podcast I think we can. All right. We good? Yeah. With that. Stay vaccinated, folks. (laughs) Or get vaccinated. You know what? Get vaccinated. (laughs) (laughs) All right, later. Peace.